Good morning. It's Tuesday. It's 8.36 a.m. Dr. Choppa is out seeing the world, on vacation, exploring, living the good life. He's a great guy, and he deserves it. Spend some time with the family. It's summer, but when Choppa is away... Kickstart will play. It looks like we have some some brownies oh, that were delivered. I wasn't going to eat these brownies, but okay, I opened the lid and they smell so good. Why are you always lying? You weren't going to eat the brownies. I wasn't going to eat it, but then it like got into my nose and I was like, oh, I got to. I have just, to enjoy this. Just eat the brownie. All right. As, because you said so. Yeah. So we're still going to be talking about health. We're still going to be talking about wellness. We're going to be talking about everything that you need to do to have a, a great summer. You know, right now, Dr. Shapa's office is putting on a, a cleanse and a detox. Uh, there's a Facebook group that we're actually a part of. I love seeing the photos. I love seeing the stories and, and reading all the testimonials that people have about, um, you know, the the benefits that they've seen from the from detoxing and cleansing. We have uh, some guests from Dr. Choppa's office and studio. We have eight seconds. We're going to go on the FM, and I'm going to introduce them. So here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. It is Tuesday, so that means we're going to be talking about health, wellness, living a different, a different way, like living, taking a natural approach. I think you're doing that today. Yeah, Choppa's out of town, so the boys are going to play. We're going to eat brownies. No, it was actually kind of shocking. They walked in. Yes. And they said, hey, we got a gift. And I I assume it's a peace offering. Because I think last week we talked about how, you know, do they eat McDonald's? Mm-hmm. And we were I was, I was prepared to grill and get to the bottom and be like, I got pictures of you guys at McDonald's. <laughs> You're like creeping around. Watching. I was. I was watching in the all bushes. the living well stuff. <laughs> yeah, these are from Ashley. Ashley said, how are they? Thank you so much, Ashley, for bringing that. That's awesome. You know, last time you brought apples and they were delicious. We pretty much, I think we ate all of them. But brownies, I feel like that's it's even better. It's a next level. It it's is. a next level gift. But Wait, what did you do? I feel like, you know, do people just bring gifts like that just out of the kindness of their heart or is there something well, they did? Back to back days, people just bring us food. That's I mean, nice. I, I can't I can't say anything except for that it's a sign from God. God is good. God is great. So it is eight thirty nine and this is KHEA radio dot com, ninety nine point five FM. It's Tuesday. Doctor Chapa is not here, but he sent some very maybe even more capable than him. You know, and there's two. <laughs> there's two. So we have <laughs> Jennifer Withy. Jennifer Withy, we have Doctor Amber. How's it going? How y'all doing? It's great. It's great. Yeah, doing well. So Glad this, to be I here just, again. I just got back from vacation last night. Where'd so. you go? We went to the Creation Museum and the Life Size Ark, right? So oh. up in Kentucky. So we had a great time and then went to a wedding. And so that was really fun. That ark is so humongous. You guys. Yeah. I can tell you from need the to pictures. go see. It's, it, it's like a massive shopping mall inside. It's amazing. That's cool. I heard about that at NRB, which they have in Nashville at times before they built it so they were promoting it but there was a guy dressed as moses and you know some years ago i posted a picture on my my instagram and they were like hey this is coming and then the next year you know i maybe i didn't go but then like two years later i went and it's like it's here there is the an arc a life-sized arc that they tried to recreate the the size to specs that's awesome it's pretty and neat. and there's shopping and stuff inside of it well, there is, but they have a lot of exhibits kind of explaining, you know, mm-hmm. how many animals would have really been on the ark, some ideas of how they would have fed the animals and things like that. So, wow. So, lots of videos. So, it was a really awesome experience to be able to be there. And That's cool. You know, um, and then you just got back yesterday? 
just got back yesterday. So. And back to work. And back to work, is. right. But this is a good way to ease in. I feel like, you know, coming on 99.5 FM KTA is a good way to ease back into work, right? Absolutely. We're. I mean, I have a lot of fun talking about it. To be honest, I miss work when we're not around because really, there's so many things that people are doing out there in the world. And we forget sometimes when we're in clinic mm-hmm. and that we're so inundated that we forget that not everybody understands mm-hmm. Um, how easy it is to get out of balance. And so, you know, you guys kind of chit-chatted about the McDonald's thing last week, but I was on, <laughs> I, you know, I'm on the road, right? And so there's not a lot of options for me to eat and eat well, but you just realize how quickly you can get out of balance. Just things like the salt we use is so out of balance when you're eating yeah. at a restaurant. And so, I, you know, I left my house without my Premier Pink Salt, and I was like, oh, my, oh goodness. my. yeah, what am I going to do? Like... And so everybody kept bringing out this white baked salt, and I thought, am I supposed to eat that? <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, it just reminded me how much people don't realize um, is being thrown at them on a daily basis from a food perspective. Yeah. So whenever you're you're traveling, you're on vacation, do you try, or do you just be like, eh, I'm on vacation, oh. I'm just going to eat that McDonald's and the salt and everything else that I, I normally stay away from? So I travel with quite a lot of food with me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I try really hard. Um, I'm very, very sensitive to MSG. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know this, MSG is neurotoxic to your brain. And it is at pretty much every fast food restaurant. And I'll get these terrible migraine headaches. And that is not a way to have a vacation. So they have MSG in fast food? Almost everything. Mm -hmm. Wendy's food is covered in it. Um, Is that why it's so good? Yes, it's extremely addictive. Oh, my goodness. It's extremely addictive. So they're after... They're after you to to want more, right? Right. So it's like you you can't just eat one McDonald's French fry. Yeah. Like you have to eat the supersized box because it's so addictive. Yeah. But or it would why taste you crave like cardboard in the middle of your day. Yeah, and it would like, taste oh. like cardboard without that MSG salt yeah. on it. Hmm. So I've never really heard of it being added to fast food. Maybe I have, and it just kind of went over my head. But Chapa, I, I think, has said that before. Probably so. He said a lot of stuff. Yes. And maybe I miss. <laughs> and sometimes we listen. Yeah, I, I usually listen, but, you know, there's a lot of information, and so you got to kind of process it, and it takes a conversation. Even of the same conversation, you have to hear it so many times before you actually understand and get it. But I always hear MSG thrown around when it comes to Chinese food, you know, and people mm-hmm. are like, I can't eat that. It has MSG. Or, you know, and so they always advertise, no MSG right. added here. But it, it's even in fast food, and we eat that without especially, thinking. Especially your, uh, like, fried chickens, any fried chickens. Are gonna have MSG right. at a fast so food. So even industry. like it kind of disappoints people when they're sort of like, "Well, I can eat Chick Fil A." Right? Is there MSG? I mean, yes, unfortunately. So you're getting, you know. But is that God's not- MSG? <laughs> it could be blessed MSG. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's there's a little bit of a difference there. <laughs> there you go. It's not in as many of the Chick Fil A foods as it is. <laughs> At McDonald's or Wendy's or some of the <laughs> yeah. places, but it's. I mean, you still have to be it's really st- careful. Yeah, it's still risky. Is it in the? Okay, I'm. I'm not quite fully understanding. Like, there's some fried chicken places around here where you know I can see in the back. It's not like your traditional fast food. It's a mom and pop owned chicken place. Do you think are you they have, using MSG? Most of the time, you need to ask because anytime and most of the time they cannot tell you. Okay? Right. So right. when they say I don't know, there that's a pure is. answer to yes, there is because most of your um, Combined seasonings that are mm. salty in nature will have some form of MSG. In right, it, so. like your spices in your cabinet. You Even might not know it's, it might say MSG in it on it, or 
Are they sodium glutamate if you need the fancy? Well, and there's also, you know, we have a handout at the office that we give people because there's some code words. Um, Yeast extract is one of them that means that, hey, it could probably have MSG. And actually, a lot of whey proteins have MSG. So there's a lot of ways to get into MSG. um, And it's just neurotoxic to the brain, and we don't realize why we have headaches, why we're, our bodies are breaking down, why these things are happening. Mm-hmm. And then until you take it out, and then you go, oh, I, I, I see now that what's going on. Yeah, so if I'm buying spices or I go look at my cabinet, are they legally required to put the MSG is in here? It, it won't necessarily say MSG. There's some other words yeah, that just it like be. She, but those should be on there. So, though. so if you, I mean, you can do a quick Google search. You can, you know, ask for the handout at our office. Mm-hmm. But you can look for those different words, um, and Kurt, it will say something. Kurt's looking on his drink to see if there's any MSG added. You know, these but, these Bang Energy drinks. We've actually given it to Chapa, and he's looked at it, and he says, "Huh, you know, not all of the traditional stuff that he sees in energy drinks is in there," and kind of the the consensus in the energy drink world, <laughs> you know, that's the thing, is that, oh, this is one of the better the better options, you yeah. know? So, it, I don't know. I guess at least people are trying or it's, they're hiding. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's it tastes good and it helps. Well, it's, it, it's a risk. It's a risk that you're taking. And so, when you look at, when you're taking those energy drinks, you know, I've seen, uh, I just shared a post on my Facebook page about the energy drinks. And I don't know that it was bang, but, you know, 33-year-old fellow, five kids, you know, had a heart attack, passed out, and died. Mm-hmm. And so you just think, man, you know, is it worth it? And we have to, well, every day when we're putting f- things in our body, we have to make a decision. Is this worth it? Right. Yeah. But, you know, I guess like fast food, like, you know, delicious brownies, like everything has a price, right? Absolutely. You know, and you kind of look and see what what, pr- what price are you willing to pay? Mm-hmm. I mean, usually like five bucks. <clears throat> <laughs> For this drink, no more than two dollars. If I go to H E B, for being honest, brownies priceless, priceless. <laughs> Mashley, Mashley. To yeah. this you. point, though, I think that you know we're all a little bit human. I really feel like I at least try to communicate to my patients to be at least an eighty twenty percent. You know that eighty twenty right. rule, because sometimes if you try to be you know, so peer or that one hundred percent. It's stressing you so badly that that stress is a, is a vital component of it, too. So that doesn't mean, you know, take your 20% and go to Mickey D's. But right. if that 20% <laughs> includes, a, you know, a turkey sandwich and you normally are away, uh, you know, away from gluten, then you know, assuming you don't have something real seriously underlying, I feel like that, that – because here's the deal. Sometimes you give patients this 100% rule and then they feel like, I can't reach it, so I'm not doing it at all. Mm-hmm. And you I don't, we don't want that. None of us do. And so I think we try to tailor that pretty well to the patient's need. Mm-hmm. And really just, you know, out in the community when anybody asks, like, it, it doesn't need to be. Let's not be purists, you know. So there's a couple things. Ashley said these these uh, brownies are approved, which uh, they're Ashley approved. And I'm going to go ahead and say they're CHOPPA approved for today. She, she, in- she made sure that there wasn't any of the the really big like offenders. Deadly in food the, additives. No, no deadly food additives in there. There's none of the worst offenders so see and that's that's part of it is that there's this good better best right and mm-hmm. so for for me when i'm looking at a fast food restaurant or things like that and i have no you know no real other choices what's what's the better choice and that's yeah you know, and those brownies are the better choice if you're gonna 
like have a suck down brownies. I'm not even sure that <laughs> Kurt's going to share with Guardy at this yeah, point. So it's okay. I'm I'm used to this. You know, it, it's all right. It's the life I live, and and I've accepted that. I didn't eat breakfast this morning, so this is a good substitute. Well, there you go. Brownies so I've seen recipes for sweet potato brownies, black bean brownies, avocado brownies. So there's your that could be your better. Can we find out what's in this? Because if 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 this is Choppa approved at Betty Crocker. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> then I could eat this during the cleanse and be happy. Well, it's not well, detox yeah, it's not, friendly. Yeah, it's, That's not detox friendly. See, the detox makes me mad. <laughs> because no. we were talking about the 80-20, right? Okay. You well, can't be 80-20 during the detox. No. But or Guardy, like, berates you on the radio for two hours. <laughs> he cheat Like, he literally did not go one day, probably, of actually doing the detox. I'm like, Kurt, are you doing this or not? Like... If you're going to do but, something, do it, right? Okay. That's the way I see it. And that's and that's the way a lot of people see it. But on on the other end of it, he was probably not cheating the way he would have cheated not on the other. other 345 days of the year. But that wasn't cheating. That's just life, you know, for him. So, I mean, if you're going to try and do something, I say do it. You know, if you're going to commit to something, then commit. That, that's at least the way I, I see it. See, so the maybe- funny thing is, is I did commit to the last one. So, I didn't cheat the entire time. I cheated day one, and that was on accident. <laughs> okay, that was like, a complete. Oh, oops, I, I forgot. <laughs> exactly, it yeah. was. Yeah. I was. I, I walked in, and I was hiding from the cops because they were chasing after me. <laughs> Ran into my apartment complex office, and I got in there, and I didn't have anything for them, and so it was really awkward. And so then, out of like panic mode, I saw that there was a cookie, and I grabbed the cookie and took a bite of it. <laughs> And I went back because the cop was no longer there anymore. That's the most interesting detox story we've ever heard. And then I was like, oh, The cops no. made me eat this, a cookie. This is, this is my excuse they for why I can't <laughs> stick to the detox. This was real life. The cops are after me. And so, yeah. So right now but it's we, a, we don't it's, send that cops after you. <laughs> the food police. The detox cops. <laughs> the detox cops. <laughs> So we have some questions that are rolling in. You know, we usually have Dr. Choppa in on Tuesdays. He is, he's out of town. He's not available. But he sent in uh, two, two of his, his coworkers, people from the office. So we have Dr. Amber and we have Jennifer with you in studio. They are going to be answering these questions. So this is, this is a pretty good one. Uh, it's from Solion. She said, this is a weird question. Not too smart. But anyways, do you all believe in hangry being an actual true thing? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, of course it is. But, but why? Why? Because it's a blood sugar reaction. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an indication that your blood sugar went, you know, you, you spiked it up really high, then it crashed down really low, and you keep going up and down and up and down. And so then you get this hangry feeling, this feeling like you're, you're going to die if you don't eat. And it's your body trying to come back into this homeostasis, this center line. And so, of course, you're going to feel that if you're eating foods that are going to spike you up and down. And that's why I work so hard to eat foods that are not gonna spike me up and down. yeah so if you're not spiking up and down and you're like just hungry then you won't get cranky because when i think of hangry like i've been in a point where i'm just like hey i'm just hungry I, and you know you have a meal and then you feel better so, i think sometimes you're just star- you know like because you're starving though so you have a hormonal response so your blood sugar is very closely linked to your cortisol hormone so that's your stress hormone mm-hmm. so you're also feeling stressed out then you grab you're, a you're Snickers. messing with your hormones uh, yes right there you go and they made start, a no, start the roller coaster back up. But you start you the go. you start right. the roller coaster back up <laughs> when you when you do that. So okay, it's part of part of it. So, but it is real, and people really feel that. And so, um, you know, and some people there's other things going on with their bodies that keep them from uh, feeling uh, feeling well. You know, and so they they end up feeling 
the stressed out, like like Dr. Amber is mentioning, the stressed out feeling and their liver's detoxing and they're anxious to begin with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have about nine minutes for the top of the hour. If you have any questions for uh, Dr. Chapa's office, for his, his coworkers and colleagues, he is he's out of the, I guess he's in the state, right? Mm-hmm. He's in state. He's in state, having a good time, spending some uh, quality family time, like at a camp. It sounded like yeah, it was awesome. A- I wanted to go with him when he was describing it. Yeah, it sounded great, but no it would invite. be hard to be on vacation and not want to do more, like eat, just go go crazy. And I think maybe he gets away so that he can, right? People <laughs> no, don't recognize him. He really him did buy a cooler. He, he, bought be a- a- <laughs> he bought a fancy cooler to be able to take what he needed. So, <laughs> Look, guys, if you're going to – people act like headaches and, and – constipation True. and are diarrhea are normal yeah it is not normal so we don't want to deal with that every day so that's why we work so hard at this mm-hmm. and so for us it's a must if it's not a must for you um and it was the right thing to reach for but i thought it may help um and it did a little bit is that yeah, bad prob- i think that the caffeine might have been your little vasoconstrictor to help you know sometimes headaches can be from some vasodilation in your in your brain. Yeah, I can turn but, into a baby because I don't get them often, and yeah. so I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. You know, like What's seriously, happening? once every four months, like I may get a headache, and it's just out of. So norm. we wouldn't say Dr. Pepper, but we do <laughs> have like. Um, I understand the caffeine component behind it, although I I can't do caffeine, and some people are very sensitive to it. But we do have supplements that we use for headaches. So most of my patients, if I get a text that they have a headache. They're pumping some Antronex, some AF beta food, usually Boswellia, or you guys probably use Proenzyme a lot for if you're a fish food like plant or a factory <laughs> in the town where I you know was born and lived for like nine or ten years, right? And I just remember the smell. And so anytime uh, I think of like beta, I'm just like, oh. But it definitely doesn't smell like fish food because fish food <laughs> reeks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yuck. What should we be feeding our fish? Uh, fish food. Fish. Is that is it Chapa approved? <laughs> I feel like they add stuff in there. We don't see many fish in the office. <laughs> I've, never, a... I've never adjusted a beta, a beta fish before. Okay, we'll have to bring I'll one in. I'll add that to my bucket list. We'll bring one in, a bucket of fish. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, you know. Do you have many calling you? No, Gold, no. Goldfish no calling goldfish. you? Yeah. No. no sharks even. Yeah. No dolphins. Well, you know, sharks are the rage now, so. Hey, I want to give a shout out to, to Main Squeeze. We have Jeff. He's watching, and that's definitely Chapa approved. Um, have y'all been to Main Squeeze yet? Got oh, some yeah. of the juices? Absolutely. Yes. What do y'all get? Is there a favorite that comes to mind? I prefer both those green juices. Yeah. My husband likes the spicier ones. I think there's one with ginger in it. They have really cute names, but it, they always slip, slip my mind. mind. Yeah, like Alive is one of them. And Vision. Vision's another good one. Lots of beets in there. Mm-hmm. You drink a lot of the juices. I drink the juices, and my daughter loves to go when we get the... The, pro- the protein smoothies and you know that they have there too. Have you tried the bowls, the acai bowls? I haven't tried that yet. Mm-hmm. Tastes like well, it tastes like it shouldn't be Chapa approved. I will say that it's really good. <laughs> I love that you can do. I just learned last week that you can do the elevated smoothies, so you can take your banana half and add some veggies instead. Mm-hmm. I, was so, I think. I mean, I always do that. Yeah, because I'm I didn't. I didn't even bananas. realize that till after I ordered. And um, sometimes I'm I'm definitely l- less on the sweet side of things. So halving that banana and adding some more veggies, I could have handled that. Wow. It was. I like that they did that. Here's a question from April Mashburn. She said, "What is AF beta food again?" She missed it. Beets. <laughs> it's beets. It's beets. <laughs> That's all. It, uh, primarily. What I don't it remember. Is. Okay, so beta are there, food is are all the tops beets. in that one. Oh, so beta food 
is oh. only right like they use the whole beat okay so i actually did some work on this i should know this because i researched this supplement for a long time like standard process grows these beautiful beets like so i i worked there before i became a chiropractor like nerding it out in their research lab so like i dug in that soil and i think i you can correct me like i might not know this for sure but there are two products that use the beets it's either beta food or af beta food and one of them has the tops because there's a there's more um phytochemicals and all goodness in the tops like there's but definitely the key point to both of those i think is the betaine and how that will is so good for your liver. Yeah. Can you explain if somebody hasn't heard of Standard Process? You know, it's a it's a company. I think it's like in the Midwest, or in, I consider it North. I don't know. Can you share? <laughs> I guess the idea behind Standard Process, what what they all offer, because I know Dr. Chop is like a big a big fan supporter of that that line and brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're just. I mean, it's simply put, they're a whole food supplement company. So what you're getting from there, there's no synthetics. It's all real food and a large portion of it they're growing on a 100 like a completely organic beautiful farm the soil's fantastic the i mean i have no reason to just you know just woohoo standard process like i have no affiliation with them anymore but like literally worked there for almost three years and the love and care that they put into that farm and their operating procedures like you're just buying top-notch quality so I like how you say it best. Jennifer says you're buying concentrated food in a bottle. So you can't get quality food like that in the supermarket anymore. Even if you're buying the best of the best, it's so hard to maximize the nutrients in the soil that we're growing in in this country. Mm-hmm. And because Standard Process takes such care in their um, the microbiology of their soil, you're getting your tablets are concentrated food with high high nutrient quality even like through the manufacturing process they're making sure that everything is you know maintaining a stable environment so that you're not oxidizing all these phytochemicals so i mean you jennifer says often i've heard her say like you could never eat as many beets as you are in your dosing of af beta food and you right. it's, you just really couldn't you know speaking well, of af beta food again you know april said hey what is it good for though cuz i guess we explained what was in it but what are the benefits of taking that so it upregulates your liver function, helps you to process uh, nutrients better, helps you to get rid of toxins better. When you're upregulating your liver, your liver is what is determining what you're going to live. Come on, you set me we up. Just, I was ready for it. The liver's the giver. giver. Okay, okay. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he, we almost missed an opportunity for a chopism on Tuesday morning, and that would be. Do y'all have y'all's own isms? You know. Jennifer Withyism, Dr. Amberism. I don't think anybody's coined <laughs> Nobody's anything. Nobody's coined any for us. So, but you guys, if we start coming in, you just put us on instead of Dr. Choppa, and you can create our own Choppas. Our own our isms. Our own isms. Yeah. I love that. The, great. Yeah, you think you can get away with those brownies every day. That's why you're you're like, hey, send, <laughs> yeah. send brownies the every week. girls. I mean, they- <laughs> if, if Choppa brought back brownies, I'd be happy too, but he's never bringing us brownies. He just brings supplements like, that make yeah. me hurt. Well, supplements and like, hey, take a shot of wait, this wait, wait, or wait. take a he drop of this. He brings you supplements that are food, and he gets reactions out of your body out of food. Think about that. Mm. Those are food? It's deep. They're food. They're herbs. <laughs> deep. They're, they're God-created substances. Right. It makes my head hurt. So is milk, though, right? And that gets a whoa, lot of people. Whoa, 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 Milk is until they process it, homogenize it, pasteurize it, pump it full of chemicals, and then they Also, is milk for humans? 
We're sure. the only species who drink there the was other, like, some like another mammal's milk. That went down yesterday in Texas City. Not sure if y'all have seen that, but milk is meant for humans. There was a mother <laughs> breastfeeding at the, yes, at the pool. Yes, human milk is meant for... I did hear about that, and that is pretty unfortunate that happened. Yeah. I'm not sure how it went down. There was footage here released, footage there released. All I know my is phone. my phone is blowing up with notifications, and I'm like, how, no, I don't right. want to follow. Like, I saw it the first 100 times, but now... Um, it's the same comment wow. over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, I, pro- I mean, I yeah. think it all came down to just kind of rudeness on yeah. employees' behalfs. So, and of course, that social media can take that and blow it right out of the water. And breastfeeding is, I mean, people are just kind of... It's a hot topic, you know? I feel like people are pretty still divided about whether or not you should be nursing in public. Like, why? Right. Why? It was hot out Baby's there. Baby's hungry. <laughs> Baby's hungry. Yeah. I know my kids, like, uh, like they like to swim, uh, but, man, it was just, it's been really warm here lately. What can we do, you know, speaking of that, what can we do to, you know, protect ourselves, protect our body? Is there certain foods that we should be eating if we're planning to be out in the heat? Is there, I know Dr. Chapa's, uh, his thoughts on sunscreen. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what y'all's ideas and ideals are for that. Uh, so I'm pretty selective about what I'm rubbing all over my kiddos for sure. Definitely. Yes. Just because I mean, think about that too. So we kind of can go crazy with what we are protecting our kids with, but you're slathering their most absorptive like organ, which is your skin, mm-hmm. with stuff that could be unsafe. And their livers are not fully, I mean, they're functioning, but they're not adult-sized livers, so they have lower toxicity levels than than we would. Yeah. So I bet our, I don't know his philosophy. I don't know what he thinks about sunscreen, but I bet I'm pretty in line with that, and I bet yours too. Like we, I, Is we there just, one you use? Yeah, I really like the Badger line. Badger has good kiddos, kid sunscreen. Alba Organics is good. We use, I mean, even supplementation when we know we're going to be out, you can make sure you're not nutrient deficient so you're able to absorb sunlight versus burn. Yeah. Do you remember what Dr. Chapa's thoughts are on sunscreen? This if you can put test. it in your mouth, then it should be good to put on your body. Well, that's oh. th- that's not that's his ideas on on like well, skincare. But but let's just think about that. So you know we we won't put certain. Would you go drink tap water? Most people are like, no, I won't drink tap water. I do. I drink you it out the out like if I'm like washing my face. Oh yeah, I'm brushing my teeth and I'm just. But like, to her point, there's people who people, are like, I'm people, buying bottles. Most people either drink sure. bottled water, filtered water out of their fridge. They they don't like to drink it straight out of the tap. But <clears throat> when you take a shower, it's like drinking eight glasses of water because it's mm. absorbing through your skin. So we're, you know, even as careful as we are, we're with different things. We're still getting it through our skin, through our yeah other things. So so, so what about swimming in like a chlorine filled pool? Yeah, so when we are in a chlorine-filled pool, we'll use a homeopathic to help our body process out that chlorine afterwards. Okay. So um, there's things you can do there. If you're out in the sun, you know, some calcium, some essential fats, there's things that we want to do to make sure that you're not nutrient deficient because that's really what ends up happening is that you get an overdose of the vitamin D from the sun and you have nothing to match it and process yeah. it. Here's a question. What nutrients should we be taking? I'm outside for 30 minutes and still burn, but I'm also breastfeeding. Could it be hormones making my skin too sensitive? Hmm. I don't know if I would like direct, directly link it to, but I, I mean, hormone can add to skin sensitivity. So I, you wouldn't necessarily say no, but I can't 100% say yes. But yeah. I like. Well, you have to ask the question about what's the history there. Does, yeah. Did she always burn even when she wasn't? 
Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to answer for her and say no. Just so, like, hypothetically. So, but don't you think she could be deficient in essential fatty acids? She can be deficient in a lot of calcium. I mean, so she's also nursing, right? So a lot of her, so the body's prioritizing. Yes, her (laughs) body's prioritizing her baby. Yeah. So she's got to be extra careful with her nutrition to make sure that she there's stores for her too. So if she's already used up her stores through pregnancy and now nursing, mm-hmm. she's. I mean, I, I've read so much and learned so much about the postpartum period that I. I mean, it can take up to three years to become with intentional nutrition and intentional, you know, biomechanical work to to actually fully return to. I don't know if I want to say this, but the woman you once were, you know. <laughs> That sounds There's great. Your-ism. That sounds great. Uh, uh, return to the woman you once were. <laughs> yeah, what you say is return to, uh, and we like say the woman you once were. A beauty commercial or something. Oh mm. my gosh, I'm okay with that. We but, can make that but, commercial. Look, you, you know, if you're doing something so <laughs> proactively, that's, that's, I think that's great, Doctor Amber. We've got a new brand going. There we go. We're, we're going to be. Yeah, April. She answered. She said normally not so sensitive. So I guess it was something that yeah. had so, been changed and brought yeah, on. So by. I think I think to that point, you're going to be more nutrient deficient because she spent a lot of nutrients to grow that baby mm-hmm. and now to feed that baby, and so. And this girl's yeah. a rock star mama. She's. Got, I think that she's just had her baby number four, so she's had four pregnancies, and you know that. You well, just have to work. You have to work with some intentionalities to get that back up. She's given a lot of years of her, her life to making these babies healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. So changing up a little bit, I'm interested in, in finding out. You know, one of the things that Chapa talks about it, as to why he started caring about his health, and it was, you know, his dad passed away when he was young, and um, you know, he was, you know, there were situations in his high school <laughs> life where you know he, he got called. That he was too fat or something like that. He said that on the air before. But yeah. what what was it for you guys that said, "Hey, I want to change the way that I'm doing things"? Or we was there ever a change, or did y'all start this way? I don't know. Like you were. We out definitely of the womb. both have stories, but let's let Jennifer go first because yeah. I also love her story. Yeah. So, um, you know, I have a story. I really didn't care about health. If you had known me five years ago, I really thought that people were born with health and some people were not, and that's just kind of how the Mm-hmm. chips fell and you just dealt with life as best you could you know headaches were normal um sensitivities were normal these were all normal things and um on february 2nd 2016 my life changed on a dime and uh we have my husband and i have five children and our oldest daughter passed away very suddenly and she was very special needs she was hard to care for she was 100 pounds so you can imagine uh, she was totally dependent on us for lifting, for bathing, for feeding, all of these things. And she's totally dependent on us. So in that initial stage, you kind of go, okay, we don't have to care for her anymore. Right? You know, like, and, and you knew she's in heaven and now she's singing and now she's, she's in a better place and we're all in this situation and everything's great. But needless to say, I have four kids, a husband, family members all around me grieving. So even if there's a little bit of a relief, now I'm dealing with grief. Nobody was expecting this. We, she was fine on a Friday, and she was gone on Tuesday morning. So everything was went from great to not in an amount of time. And so um, I have five kids. Two of them are special needs children, the oldest two. And so 20 years of total care had kind of taken its toll on me and my body and not knowing what to eat, how to eat. Uh, I got to this point, and so I remember 
even before she passed away, almost a year before she passed away, I remember thinking, God, you didn't call me to do this work for me to be miserable. I shouldn't be exhausted, right? And so here I had this beautiful family and I was exhausted. And so then she passes away and I have this instant kind of feeling of, well, it's okay. It's going to be okay. And uh, about three weeks later, Dr. Chapa, who was a good friend of mine, had been for many years, who I didn't care about what he did for a profession. Um, he said, hey, if you want help, I'll help you. I was like, I'm not sure you're looking straight in the mirror right or something because red-blooded woman, American woman, I, I got this. Like, life's great. I'll be fine. But God showed me that I needed help, and he started pumping nutrients into me about a week after that. Hmm. And all of a sudden, it was like, it was like the skies parted, and I was, had energy that I hadn't had in in years. So I the, can't even remember. The main thing you were dealing with, you know, lack of energy and just feeling like exhausted, and just being like, "Wow, I'm, I'm." I think you even said miserable. Like, I don't, I shouldn't be feeling this way, right? You shouldn't be. And, and so here I am. I'm this, I'm this mom that has everything going for me, and I'm, I'm exhausted. And in, you know, now look, he was a friend of mine, so um, not all, not everybody's willing to to trust like we come you come in as a patient to our office and you got to build up that trust so he already had I already had I trusted him he trusted me so when he started giving me supplements I didn't say well what is this what you know yeah. I was just like hey you know whatever whatever and so and so I started taking those supplements and he dosed frequently every two hours and he would you know we were together we read our homeschool group the first day and he's like every two hours you know tapping his watch going take more supplements, take more supplements. And I'm like, golly day, what is this? But with three days later, you wake up and all of a sudden you're like, my, my, what's, what's, what's happening? I? What's happening? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. I have energy. I'm happy. I, I'm in a different way. And two yeah. weeks after that, there I was. And now I cold turkey gave up Dr. Pepper two weeks later and haven't touched it since. So, you know, in the beginning, the only change was adding supplements. Was that the only change in, in your that lifestyle? That was it. That was the only change. So for me, that was how we changed. And for a lot of people, that helps because now I have the nutrients. And now so now I had the nutrients to start making some positive shifts and changes. It took probably two months before I started changing my diet, you know. And, you know, and we, we, we fought over what to eat and what not to eat for you know, six months. But mm -hmm. let me just tell you, the change was so dramatic that I was like, wait, there's all these moms, there's all these caregivers out there that are struggling and they're miserable and nobody's telling them the truth. You're starving to death. Hmm. You eat every day and you're starving to death. Mm -hmm. And now how are we supposed to do all that God's called us to do? How am I supposed to keep taking care of my children? How am I supposed to keep doing it? Because the world doesn't let up. You guys know that. Like, the world doesn't let up. There's going to be a fire. There's going to be a, mm -hmm. there's going to be a job change. There's going to be, you know, there's, there's going to be a house burned down. There's going to be something that's going to happen. And, and how are you going to handle what hits you next? You know, your if mom's so drained and so, if you're so worn drained, out. And we're all so drained and so worn out. And that's what I hear people say all the time. Gosh, you know, how are you doing? Oh, I'm just tired. Well, that's, that's not, that may be common. But it's not normal. And so I learned very quickly that it didn't have to be my normal. And so when, you know, Dr. Chapa invited me in to be part of the office, I, it was it was almost like a dream because here I could actually help people, you know, get through their life, do more with their life that they always, 
know, people, people tell you all the time, God called me to do this. Why are we so tired? Why are we so tired? We're starving to death. Yeah. Do you ever see people that come in as clients and you're like, that you were me, I was you, I you know, see. like that we're mm-hmm. the same person. Let me help you. I do. And it's funny because even, you know, the first, it's, it's funny, different times, different seasons in the, in the office, we, we get through those things. And so that always, they always come to us uh, with that. But probably my first four clients had had recent deaths in the family. And I thought, hmm, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's got, you know, it's got yeah. when those things, when those people come to you. And so well, it's, it changed my life. And so, um, you know, it's to the point that my mom, she kind of jokingly says, I think aliens abducted you and brought you back. And I'm like, I don't really. Choppa. Oh, yeah. Choppa's an alien. Maybe. No. Maybe it's possible. I mean, anybody oh who doesn't goodness. eat cheese, I think, is an alien. <laughs> but that's okay. Okay. Right now, it's 914. And that was uh, Jennifer Withy kind of sharing her background. She's a one of the uh, employees there with Dr. Choppa on the team at Living Well Clinical Nutrition. And then we also have Dr. Amber here, who's from Missouri, I believe, right? Yeah, so I was actually born in Wisconsin, so that's how I ended up at Standard Process. So we moved to Missouri, my husband and I. Like I'm kind of jealous of you right now because I love cheese and you're in Wisconsin. Yeah, they do have great cheese, but cheese really has never agreed with me, so I'm not really a cheese head. Okay. I'm probably, if any of my family up there is ta- listening, like, Jesus life. <laughs> I'm 100% disgracing them right now. Okay, Wisconsin, is that close to Illinois, right? Yes. Okay, so, you know, whenever I think of Wisconsin, there's one thing I think of, and that's Bobby's World. Did you watch that cartoon growing up? Yes. Is that in Wisconsin? They talk like it. To me, that's what I think of whenever I hear, like, Bob, yeah. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, you know, did you ever watch that cartoon? It's a great cartoon. The 70s show, that 70s show yeah, was based that out was, of Wisconsin. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So, Cheese... Have- Dr. Amber, Bobby's World, <laughs> right. that 70s show, is kind of what this Wisconsin is, is famous is, for, standard process as well, I guess, you know, trying to get up there to that yeah, level. for sure. But, um, I mean, how did you end up back in uh, Missouri, Wisconsin? I mean, what's your story? So, um, I, even through high school, was pretty in, heavy into sciences, did my AP classes, really loved the human body, like, just kind of focused that, and I really figured um, I had a goal for maybe med school, something, patient care. Mm-hmm. And uh, thankfully, God had a hand in my story because I ended up in a um, at Standard Process, an internship there. So um, had some connections who worked there. I was looking for a summer internship, some lab work. I had already done all my sciences pretty close to graduating with um, a biology degree and started working there, bench work. Most of it was their supplement extracts, um, cell cultures. One summer I was uh, worked pretty closely with a cell line. So you grow a line of cells. So you get starter cells, and then they go through their own division. And one summer I did um, some uh, testicular cancer cell growth. So we had in a Petri dish in an aseptic cell culture area, we were treating cancer cells with different extracts, whether it be organic vegetables, their supplement line. And um, it was pretty astonishing to see these cells who were, they were already cancerous, like they started cancerous, return to better metabolism through proper nutrition. And Hmm. the most astounding was using Congoplex, like the cells returned almost to a perfectly healthy cell. And I was like, oh my gosh. You know, with research (laughs) and studies like that, how come... We run into people in the medical 
you know, field that are just like, no, it is, it doesn't work. That's not true. Like if there's, you know, that research and you've seen it right. and been a part of it, then right. how come there's such the, the headbutting with all that? Money. Big pharma. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, and I also think that potentially our some physicians are even just trained that way. Like there's really not much nutrition training in medical school. So you could be going for your preventative checkup and all they're doing is checking to see if they're going to rule out disease through mm-hmm. blood tests. And what if you don't have disease, but you still feel like crap? Right. Like something's still going on. That was the hardest thing. I, I saw the other day there was a, a couple who flew overseas for vacation and they were tech. I think they were from Texas, if I remember correctly. They were texting back to their parents like, hey, we're not feeling well. We've been throwing up all day. Went to the doctor there. I think it was in the Philippines, I think. And ended up like, they said, oh, hey, like, just go and get some rest. Here's some medication. And ended up passing away when they got back to their hotel room. Both of them? Both of them, yeah. Husband and wife. They had four kids, you know. And it was just one of those things. And it's like... The pills didn't help. You know, there was something else that was going on. Right. And, and potentially thing? there was a lack of care then, right? So maybe. And, the, and you don't know that that's true. So I'm not going to speak like specific, you know, oh, mm-hmm. yes, that's true. But in <clears throat> right, some yeah. instances, like, is it too quick to say, use this prescription medication and then my diagnostic ability goes out the window because you know you can point and shoot with a prescription instead of, like, listening to the patient's history, instead of tailoring their health care, instead of, like, actually treating this person as a human being. And making sure, you know, and I don't, I think that happens maybe sometimes in urgent care clinics when it's really fast. And and to be honest, our culture, our culture wants that because you see, you're going to see a commercial for some, something that's going to cure everything. And oh, by the way, don't listen to these super, super, super fast side effects. And you're just going to go demand that from your doctor. So it's probably also a hard world to be an MD today just because. Like she said, you're inundated. We're inundated with all this stuff. So it was just, I don't know. But should people be doing a little bit of research themselves? Oh, God, yes. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Google? Dr. Google. I mean, with a skeptic's eye. So, you know, hopefully it's not just one quick Google search and like, oh, MD says this. But informed choice is a huge part of your healthcare journey. When I was uh, a junior in high school, I actually wrote a speech about how dependent we are on prescriptions and I actually started my speech like side effects are low but may include blah 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 and death you know and then right. I went into my thing right. uh, oh but the funniest thing is I actually went to the state final and that day that year as a junior got in there I was the the one seed going into the final got a one rating from one judge and the other two judges that were in the room were like I would die if I didn't have my prescription pills and gave me last place in the round. So it didn't matter. My entire speech didn't matter to them. They already had their opinion made up. I could have done the best job ever, but they were like, I'm dependent on. I'm like, did you not listen to the entire point of my speech? Like, if you keep living on pills, you know, that sounds like a really good song, by the way. (laughs) Living on a pill. (laughs) So here's what happened that summer. I really quickly had this epiphany that, oh my gosh, there's so much more to this nutrition. And working in the standard process environment, like I was already, de- you know, doing this exact, pretty much, 21-day detox at 19. Um, sometimes they'd have excess vegetables at the farm. So, you know, you'd take home some delicious foods. So things were already changing for me. And so um, I had never been one to 
reach for prescriptions, I guess. I really wasn't raised that way. I wouldn't say I was raised in a holistic family. We just didn't do that all the time. So it wasn't a paradigm shift for me. Is that like a Midwest thing? No, definitely not. I think it's because I'm the oldest of eight. So it was just kind of like my parents were doing the best they could, you know? Gotcha. (laughs) I mean, not like we were struggling financially or anything, but just sort of like, I've eight kids. You know, if you were sick, you just like rested and ate some soup. Right. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I've, I think that's a part of the journey too. I didn't have to have that paradigm shift. I didn't come from a family who was so like every time you sniffle, go to the doctor. And on top of that, that summer I added to my experience of seeing this, and I was very well versed in cell metabolism and all that, you know, science behind that. And there's just no, we had it, it was so perfectly controlled that there was absolutely no other reason for these cells to return to healthy besides the extracts from this food. You know, whenever you first got into that, you know, ha- coming from a, what I'd call a large family, you know, the oldest of eight, your parents, were they kind of like, what are you doing? Like, is this, what are you getting into right now? Or are they just like, hey, go for it? Or you're bringing home vegetables and being like, hey, you need to take no, these No, I think pills. I'm still weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely still weird in my family. They they for sure come to me for questions and things like that. But I, I am uh, an outlier. I do have my second oldest sister is very also holistic. So her and I are probably, you know, the most holistic out of our out, out of our family. But I did once, I remember very clearly having an argument with my mother over margarine being at the table. And, like, it was not good. I think she was yeah. super offended. Like, I was attacking her meal. And I'm like, I remember visibly, like, okay, yes. I'm going to back off from this one. So there was a lot of home, home-cooked home meals growing up? Yeah, I, I think, like, you know, halfway home-cooked, home-cooked yeah. meals, right? Like, maybe cans of cream of mushroom soup and things like that. Sure. Eight kids, you got to feed them, right? Yes, so. yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that's more cost effective. You know, that's what we look at. And, you know, you think about time. You know, if you have eight kids, I have two kids, you know, and like my time, (laughs) just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? You know, my wife's like, can you watch, you know, our daughter's two and my son's six and we need to entertain everybody. Time is is on the go. I can't even imagine if there was, you know, six more. And then trying to, you know, cost effectively make everything from scratch or use the the vegetables. It, It can be a struggle sometimes. What's the best way to do, like, to, to find, do you meet in the middle or do you have to just like, Find out where you want to spend your money, make a sacrifice, make adjustment. Well, first, I'd like to say I'm not I'm not totally I, I'm never, I'm not going to say it was 100 percent cost effective to feed your family that way, because right. What if we're what if we were more sick because of that? Right. Like I can speak for that in my personal family now, because I feel like when I slide, like if I'm, you know, letting things go a little bit, all of a sudden I'm like, why do we have a cold? Oh, duh. <laughs> we mm-hmm. really haven't been making the kids eat so clean. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. There's balance. I mean, what do you do? I, so, you know, since my story started later, my kids were a lot older. So they had gotten used to eating a more standard American diet. So, you know, I, I, I try to incorporate, encourage them. But, you know, the older your kids are, if you could start with their fresh when they're young and say, you know, only feed them real food, they're never going to know the difference. That's interesting because it, it is based on kind of how you grew up and what you grew up right. with. Mm-hmm. You know, my family, it's funny when it's like, hey, let's plan, you know, meals. You know, even for myself, it's like, okay, spaghetti, mac and cheese, right. sandwiches, you know, right. things that I grew up eating because that's what we had, chicken nuggets. Yeah. You know, I like freezer food. You know what I mean? Like it's our like fried, like even like chicken nuggets. You know they were you fried. You like the and flavor, frozen. or you like how easy it is? I like both. Okay, tastes delicious. You know dinosaurs. You can- <laughs> Ugh. 
They can't find that. You know, where else are you going to get that? I can't cut my own and make my own dinosaur nuggets. Where am I supposed to get that Ugh. that quality? You could no, no, make no, no, your no, no, own no. nuggets. Though. Tyson. Quality. Tyson. Quality. <laughs> we, we might need to have a discussion on defining quality here, but other than that, we're, we're, we're starting to... The precision of the shapes is immaculate. You're not telling me... of the shapes. It's that's, real. That's how you know it's real. It's so, it's so perfect. It had to have been created, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean... There's a divine nature to the dino nuggets. No. There could be. <laughs> no. I don't have you no. all have you all been to the no. the factories to see how they do that? Have uh, you all watched any uh, of the no. videos, Dr. Mouse? I'm gonna, I'm no. gonna say let's, no. Let's not. Well then um, how do y'all know? Okay. You just kind of assume? So if you open up your dinosaur nuggets and you flip the back of the package and you read the ingredients, yeah. that's enough information to tell you that it's not real. Also, anatomically, have you ever seen a dinosaur shaped muscle on a chicken? I haven't. Yeah. 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 I've never done the, uh, you know, cutting them open or anything like that. I have seen a dino chicken once. It was kind of scary. I ran. They but it was in my dream. <laughs> <laughs> they all, And you know what? They always say, like, you know, that uh, the birds are the closest to dinosaurs. They do say that. And if you look at it, like, we were out filming for Lamarck, right? And we saw these birds. And I was like, Kurt, that's might as well just be little dinosaurs running around. Because it is interesting how their legs and their neck and all that. <laughs> So it makes sense to me. Gardy's not going to change his mind. He <laughs> like, really, yeah, right, he's right. Doing, so we're he, good. You're good with the dino nuggets. Like, and there are certain things that people aren't willing to give up, and it sounds like the dino nuggets are. <laughs> he's like trying to be like, well, if you just look at it this way. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they're like, okay, now I see it. Yeah. You can have your dino nuggets. <laughs> That's, That's why right. there's two of us, because we're like, no. Like, it's just, but that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean I never let my kids eat stuff like that. So that's the that's the real question. So for me, it's way more of a must than it is for my kids. Can I? At can this point. I? I was going to ask this question earlier because I've noticed this. Have you noticed over the last, I don't know, maybe two months or so, that I haven't been coming in here like sneezing a lot? Have you noticed that? I've noticed that over the last couple of months. Not over the last two months, but I will say the last. I noticed whenever you started taking that, you know, the supplement, I'll let you share. And it was, you know, a little bit up and down, but it is a lot better. I will say that. Yeah. So I started, there was two things that I did and I can't pinpoint what it is because I haven't done it since, uh, probably in two, three, maybe three weeks or so. But the first thing that I did was I drank some kombucha juice. Um, I was over at Three Acres Food Truck Park and they're like, hey, you should try this. This is like really, it tastes nasty, but it's really good for your body. <laughs> And I was you like, try okay, it. perfect. And, <laughs> totally. And he's been with Dr. Chapa enough that he's like, if it tastes bad, it's probably good for me. Right. So, so it was really interesting. So I, I, we did some research into it. I drank it. it. I mean, it wasn't that bad. To me, it didn't taste bad. It tastes good. It did. I like it stuff. Um, but I did that. And then I also started doing little shots of elderberry juice. Uh, there's a place. It's called April's Rustic. She's in Texas City, and she is elderberry, and I started doing that like every morning or you know whenever I, I could. I just took a swig of elderberry juice, um, but I haven't done the elderberry juice in three weeks or so, maybe four weeks, and I still haven't had any allergies. It's been awesome, and if you knew us you know, before, I would walk in every morning, achoo, 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 but I haven't had that, and that's awesome. It is nice. But is that... <laughs> Is it? Could it be the kombucha that just wiped it out of my system? Because I haven't changed one my diet. One drink of one right, day, right? Yeah, it was one just one, one drink. Kombucha. I would say it might more likely be your elderberry. I think you, you know, despite the fact that you don't change everything, I think you're probably a little more health conscious. Talking to Dr. Chapa every every week, 
And you're probably a little bit more willing to do some things, try some things, try some supplements when you are sick. And so those supplements build you back up. So or help you recover and faster. help you recover faster. And I think mm-hmm. you it if it puts some nutrients in your system, it's more than most people have when they do it even for. A so elderberry is a antiviral. So that's it. It's just kind of and, and preventative. You know, you're kind of helping boost your immune system. I don't know if the kombucha did it once, but what you're getting from that is a very a good dose of probiotics. So, like, let's just run with the theory that that one time did it. Could you have helped seal off some weaknesses in your gut lining? And maybe maybe that was just, like, what pushes you over the edge. Maybe there's other things that you're so used to doing now you don't recognize, but you're helping heal your gut anyways, and the kombucha just pushed you over the edge. Then sure, because potentially you're having less of a histamine response, right? Like, there's less... If your intestines are sealed off, there's less of a gradient. You're not leaching any sort of allergens into your bloodstream, so you have a lower histamine response. So maybe you're less quick to react now than usual. The the one thing, too, that I noticed, though, the other night is I had some ice cream. And immediately, probably maybe like 15, 20 minutes, um, my tongue was starting to swell up. Huh. It's weird. It's a weird experience that I used to have a lot um, where all of a sudden my tongue will swell and I'm like I can sit there and like chew on it, you know, because it's so big that it sits outside of my. It Teeth. never gets to the point where I can't breathe, but I can tell that my tongue is bigger. You're than having whatever. a response. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's weird. I think there. So is... So do you avoid dairy, milk, cheese, anything? <laughs> so so look, this is what you're doing. All you're doing is you're you're boiling the frog slowly. So if you put a frog in boiling water, what do they do? I don't know. I've never tried that. Come on, you're boys. You never tried that? No. <laughs> That's not funny. Quite. Uh, did you? No, I'm not a boy. We <laughs> never. Girls don't do things. Girls go frog. What frog? <laughs> I'm guessing but he's gonna stay it, there. No. Right, slowly. You, if you if you put them in a boiling water, they jump out. Right? They jump out. And then if you put a frog in <laughs> lukewarm water, they just adapt. 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 And you just you can turn the temperature up till you eventually are boiling them, boiling them. And that's what I think that's what. So a lot of people say, well, I don't have any re- response to dairy. Well, yeah, you do. You know, a lot of people do. They just it's so small that they don't recognize that you're getting to the point where you recognize changes in your body and you go, oh, huh, that ice cream. <laughs> it did. It didn't make my tongue swell up. But in there lies the, you know, so we're talking about like, how do you maintain? How do you make this work? So you you very acutely recognize that that's something that happens to you. So what if you don't get a, what if you work on your journey and you're not giving up everything, but that's one thing that you already have, a, you know, you already, your body's already given you feedback like, oh, brother, you do not need dairy. That's interesting. Please don't go boil a frog. Come on. <laughs> we gotta Somebody work. just said, and I think she just left to go do it. Oh, man. You know what? bad news. Speaking of that, I saw the other day there was the possum thing. Like, they went down. People, you know, take care of the animals. You know, Please don't don't go boil frog. Don't boil frog. Even if you're a guy. We got to work on (laughs) y'all's chopperisms. (laughs) Wait, is that her? (laughs) That is. Don't go boil a frog. (laughs) That's it. I see how this is going to go. You guys are going to boil the frogs now. Not us. We're telling people to boil frogs. Wait, what's the possum? What's the possum? Somebody attached to it. We don't have to boil frogs because you do it with your ice cream every day. I got a third degree felony charge for, like, you know, not 
for videoing and putting some on social media with a possum in a way that was I, I think traditionally people have used it for bait, but they were putting it uh, out there. But there was like a whole big like just being completely cruel to the. I guess so. Uh, I, I didn't watch the video, and I've just been notified of <laughs> the story headlines because anytime there's yeah. like news, we get we get tags in it, and so we get to see like a lot of the stuff that goes on. It's just like whoa, oh, that's crazy, right? So take care of your frogs. Take care of the frogs. That's all I'm trying to say. They're our favorite animal, anyway. You like frogs? Yeah. I like the color green. That's my favorite color. We we, we look for frogs because frogs, F R O G, stands for fully relying on God. So ah, look for feeling froggy. So we look for our frogs and love on our frogs. I hadn't heard that since I was like a teenager. I've never heard it before ever. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, man. She's we so good to... at all these little faithful nuggets. Oh. She really is. <laughs> Not chicken nuggets, though. Leave those <laughs> That's out. That's right. Don't oh, talk Don't talk. You can have them nuggets. unless they're shaped like a dinosaur, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to work That's where we draw us. the line. <laughs> it's 930. So what about nuggets that are shaped like frogs? <laughs> Would you eat that? I don't think so. Oh, okay. No, don't boil them. Don't boil Can them. Can we either. just like draw a line through shaped nuggets? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> right now it's nine thirty four. This is ninety nine point five FM KHEA Radio dot com. It's Kickstarter. We're going to be on till eleven. Right now, we are talking to Doctor Amber. We're talking to Jennifer Withy out of Living Well Clinical Nutrition. Doctor Chapa is living his best life, hanging out with the family on vacation. Uh, you know, probably having a good time. I'd imagine he's living that. Uh, that healthy life, you know. If anybody can do it on vacation, it's Dr. Chapa. He's uh, very strong, and he believes up and down everything that, that he stands for, uh, you know, whenever it comes to health and not being on the, the medication and treating your body through food. So I have to ask, since Dr. Chapa is gone, and he's not here, and I don't see him on the stream, so you're free to tell us the truth. <laughs> does he act the same way that he does out in the real world as he does when he comes here on the radio station? Like, is he... Have you ever what seen? What do you mean? Like, is he eating that way all the time? Like, all does the time. he? He's never, never brought in like a cheeseburger. He's never no. brought in chicken nuggets. No, not even from he, home. I wonder he if doesn't his even wife eat it at home. Yeah, cheeseburger cooking at home. You know, I mean, seven days at Disney, he cheats. Yeah, you almost have no choice. You heard right? it here like, first. That's a little hard. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, it takes seven days at Disney, right? right? Like, it's not like, you know. <laughs> You know, it, you know it, it just depends. But on I think what that's you think. probably a cheat. Like when he just went, he was like, "But I, I imagine they have a whole separate suitcase of supplements. So you're kind of like combating Absolutely. what you're putting in with your supplements. So hopefully, sure. you're meeting. Actually, in the, the last time he was in Disney, uh, he didn't bring enough supplements, so I had to ship them. What? <laughs> I had to he ship ran them. out. He was going to run out. He looked at his stash when he got there, and he was going to run out, and I had to ship him to. Dr. Shop was the guy who's going to chew the medicine if it tastes bad just because he likes the way, <laughs> like how disgusting of a challenge it is. You know, <laughs> like he'll give us he'll give us pills and he's like, chew it. And then we look at the thing and it says like swallow, you know, when we're, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just better. You get it, you know, ingrained in and your mucus and all this stuff. I'm like, whatever you, you, you say, man. You guys should go to seminars with him where they're having us test out new, new supplements and different things. And we're always chewing them and. We're busy that day. <laughs> yeah, every right. day. You already know. Well, let's get back to you on that. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about the supplements? Because it's cool that you actually work for standard standard processing. One of the things that, you know, we've, we've gone to the office and, you know, you take a look at the vitamins on the shelves of like CVS or, you know, Walgreens. And, you know, when you take a look at pricing comparisons, 
it can get like if you're taking that and that and that and that i don't understand like it's hard can you talk about maybe why somebody should do that instead of maybe taking a vitamin that's significantly cheaper um you know at at a place like that i just think too right off the bat like she i'm sure that jennifer has a fantastic answer for this but just real quickly there's it's just so much quality is just different so to me if i'm going to walk which i never do by the way but if i were to walk into cvs and buy something i feel like what i'm spending my money on is a complete waste so i'd rather spend fifty dollars a bottle and get something that's going to make a difference versus having to buy two forty dollar bottles and get absolutely nothing out of it but yeah yeah so i mean quality is a matter and so if you go into our office, one of the first things you'll notice is the shelves of supplements, right? There's over, we have approximately 500 supplements on the shelf. So that's a lot of, yeah. lot of options of what we can use for people. But when you look at those supplements that come from Standard Process, that come from Mediherb, that come from Premier, that, that are uh, food-based nutrients, right? They're made from food. Food's more expensive than chemically man-made, synthetically produced uh, nutrients or you know, nutraceuticals that come out of the, um, that you find in, uh, in CVS, right? And so one of the things that you have to understand about nutrients is that when scientists isolate nutrients, right, they go in, they find the plant, they're trying to find vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin, you know, vitamin C is one that people know a lot. And they say ascorbic acid is vitamin C. Well, that's, that's not true. Ascorbic acid is simply the uh, separate sep is the most um, it's the most active ingredient part of the vitamin C complex right and so then they took what God made found what was the most active ingredient they copied it and now they sell it to you as a nutrient assuming it works in assuming it works exclusive form and, and so and so vitamin C has many many components to it six eight components to it maybe we don't even know all of them and so they've segregated it out, and now they're saying, you know, you can just take this one. But now all the synergists that are that are naturally occurring in your foods are missing. So for a while you feel great because you've had no vitamin C at all. You've had nothing. And then all of a sudden, two or three months later, it doesn't do any good for you. And it actually it can get your nutrient load so out of balance that it can be detrimental to your health at if you take enough of it for long enough. So, you know, would it never be beneficial? No, there's times when it would be beneficial. If you have nothing, it's going to be beneficial. But if you want the true healing, you've got to use what God made. We're, I mean, we're smart. Humans are smart, but we're not, you know, we're nothing on the scale of God. Mm -hmm. You know, I think people are willing to pay for quality, you know, and that's one of the differences that I believe Dr. Amber said, talking about what you're going to get on the shelf at the the pharmacy, you know, the drugstore, and then at, at standard process. A lot of people just don't realize that quality because it looks the same, you know, and for me, I've never, you know, you've seen, that's why I asked you about the lab at Tyson. Have you been there? No, you haven't, but you can read the ingredients so you can mm-hmm. figure it out. You know, you went to school for all that stuff and studied it, but you've seen the quality of standard process. I've never seen it, you know, in video form website, I'm sure some of that material is out there. So I think us trying to spread this information, we need to do a better job of, of just letting, I guess, trying to let people know the difference in the quality. Cause I still don't know yet. Cause at the end of the day, I see a bottle and I see a bottle mm-hmm. ones, this cost one, maybe less, you know? So 
Well, and that's the thing. You really have to, you really have to look at those nutrients, and you have to understand one's made by man, one's made by God, mm-hmm. right? And so it looks the same in the pill form, and that's really one of the things that's hard for us at the office because when it comes to medications, I think most people are on board with the less medications, the better. Like the right. general general consensus is is that way. So people are like, oh, I want to take less pills, less pills, less pills. Then you come to our office and we're like, take more, take more pills. And people are like, and I, I have to help them understand that it's not, it's, it's really, it comes down to our food supply. Our food source is so uh, poor right now. Um, you know, the estimate, Dr. Chapel, when remember when he did that juice fast cleanse for 30 days or something like that? And, you know, one of the stats he read was that it takes now 60 cups of spinach equal the nutrient density of one cup of spinach 100 years ago. Hmm. Ugh, that's crazy. And you go, I just looked at him and I said, I hope that's a bad stat. I hope you read that from some bad place because that's terrible. Like, yeah. Who's going to eat 60 cups of spinach? But then you look at it. What if it was 30? What if it's 20? Yeah, how much spinach can you eat? 10? I, you, you have to get down to three to five cups of spinach before you go, okay, well, it's not that big of a problem. But it is that big of a problem, and we don't get that much food. Yeah. And so we have to look at that. A couple things. I remember when Dr. Chapa was on that 30-day, you know, juice cleanse feast, rather, mm-hmm. as he likes to call <laughs> yeah. it. He was hangry. There's a couple times he was irritable, and we asked him, like, after, and he was like, well, yeah, you know, and he was talking about it. So <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. You know, he is human. We all are. You know, take something away that you're used to. Uh, the other thing, you mentioned that people want to get off of prescriptions, medication. And I would say a lot of that has to do with cost because we don't like paying for that extra, that extra pill. Also, it's just like, well, yeah, less medication, less money I have to spend, less, you know, trying to remember Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like all this stuff. And uh, a lot of it comes down to cost, you know, for people. And I know you mentioned earlier, Dr. Amber, well, you're either paying for you know, or health later. or you're paying, you know, for convenience of food. So it just, I think it's a matter of education. I think I, it's it like, is. but don't you find it like a little depressing that? And I, I mean, I think that we all fall into this sometimes. Like we are all raising, I mean, if you're especially if you're raising families, and and even if you're just budget conscious, like mm-hmm. I know that we can resort to the fact, like, well, hey, I could save a lot of money if I'm just eating white rice, or if I, you know, you're the quintessential college student and you go eat some ramen. Don't you find it sad that the culture in general is not prioritizing health? Like, how do you not have a budget line in your family budget to be able to have health care expenses that include self-care? That include like, why do we shuffle through life in aches and pains? Why do why do only less than 10 percent of the population seek chiropractic care? Why do you not want your body like you literally cannot go who wants to sign up for surgery? Why do you want to say that you want to go have a joint replacement? Why couldn't you? Why can't you justify a $50 budget line to go get an adjustment? Why can't you allocate some money in your budget to add a little bit of supplementation? And I don't think any of us are, you know, real hard on our patients like there we do we do definitely try to help meet a budget need so it's not like you're gonna you know it's not all or nothing in our office you don't have to come in and sign up for everything but like little by little like let's make changes you know one degree at a time Mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna ask uh this question but i don't have it in front of me was it uh can you explain the difference this is from april and it may have been this question can you explain the differences of fake or synthetic forms of b vitamins and what it does to your body so i mean i mean they're all 
all vitamins are going to fall in that same realm. You know, if it comes from food. So that's how I'd answer too. If it comes from food, it has all the synergists. It has all the players with it so that your body stays balanced Mm -hmm. um, and can get, can use and absorb those nutrients better. Your body doesn't always recognize the chemically uh, synthetic forms. And so the liver's job is to make sure, okay, well, hey, this is a toxin. We got to get rid of it. This is uh, this isn't a nutrient. We got to put it in the bloodstream. And so when it tries to make that, when it makes that call, if it doesn't look like it's supposed to look, then it gets rid of it. And what, what, how dangerous is living in that falsehood of like, I'm doing great. I'm taking all my vitamins, but how, you don't know, like you can't, you can't take this looking glass and look inside of you and make sure you're absorbing what you should be. However, you're trusting the innate nature of food, nature, our creator, that this food is meant to serve you. We are meant to eat the food grown on this earth. Yeah. Is it better to take nothing at all than to take those synthetic ones? It would just depend on your status. Like, so in the long run, possibly, but if you have nothing, right? Like if we have nothing and, and that's, that's the whole thing, like we're very much, our goal is to help people live better, feel better without drugs and surgery, right? That's mm-hmm. what we do at our office every day. But, you know, I, I was thinking about it this morning. I have a child that was, you know, born with a birth defect that he would not have lived without surgery. Like, it's it's impossible. Right. And so it would have been impossible. No amount of food was going to change his situation. His colon didn't grow down. And so he had no way to poop. Like, they're, you're really not going to survive that. So you have to you have to have a little bit of balance. And so when we look at those synthetic things... You have to ask, how depleted are you? Because when you're so depleted, sometimes it takes some of those synthetics to get it up in a Good, timely better, manner. Best, right? Good, better, best. Yeah. So one of the things, and I'm, I'm glad the chiropractor's here, because if I asked Dr. Chapa this, I don't know if he would be able to answer. Um, <laughs> the, the one thing that I've noticed, over, so it was may 14th or something along those lines 1992 I, 1992 no this of this year may 23rd 1992 oh, i got married we, oh. <laughs> you're really close this was uh i was at bayshore grill and i was walking down the steps and uh i, I must have just missed one and i slipped and i started to fall and i grabbed onto the railing and protected it but i like hurt it, it like stretched out like hyperextended maybe my hip a little mm-hmm. bit um it doesn't hurt when I'm walking or anything, but when I wake up in the morning, I can feel it like sore. So every day? Not every day. It depends on how I sleep. Like, like the weather, you think, maybe? No, no, no. It has nothing to do with the weather. So it's only how when I, you wake up. So yeah. then you start moving and then it's better. Fine. Okay. Yeah. So there's something that either I'm sleeping weird where my, my hip is in a weird position or something because I can tell when it does Are you a it. side sleeper? Yes. So, okay, there's, I mean, right off the top, for sure the movement part of it is that we have mechanoreceptors throughout our whole body. So the movement kind of helps stimulate your natural endorphins. You get you get the feel-goods. It's why movement is part of, is, is life. Like, you can hear people coin that phrase, movement is life. Like, anything that's stagnant can create disease. So while you're sleeping, that hip joint doesn't have much movement. And on top of that, most side sleepers, to keep your pelvis aligned, should have a pillow between their legs which maybe you already do, but it might not have been. So that doesn't put compression on your SI joints and in your actual hip socket if you're able to sleep in a more neutral posture. I'm more sleep belly down with my leg out. 
Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, like, so kind of like half twisted. So half which twisted. Le- is your is your leg the one, the one that that's I have, down? Is that the hip that's kind of sore? The one that's uh, yeah out yeah that's the one that's sore. Yeah, so you're just kind of sleeping a little cattywampus. But it, is that it a word didn't down hurt. Here? It didn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, we can use that. One. It didn't. It didn't hurt <laughs> before I I had that little incident with it. So I don't know if it got hyper. Yeah, so I, I mean, you're pretty much just you're in that window of healing. So you, it's not been quite a month, right? Almost a month. Almost, Almost a, month. a month. Yeah. Yeah. So you could potentially still be a little misaligned, like your pelvis could be, we call it posterior, so one side of your sacrum and pelvis could be rotated back from that kind of fall. So you have just some extra articular stress on those joints. And then you sleep, and you're sleeping in a position that's not biomechanically sound, and until you get up and moving, you don't have that those pain receptors kind of calming down. Okay, so how does somebody, if they're going through something like that, what steps are they taking or should they take? To heal? To heal, yeah. If, you ha- if you're having like, okay, something like that. Okay, well, first like off, I love to see my patients as soon as they like believe they're injured. Like even a sprained ankle, like we would adjust the ankle, even if it, you know, if there's tenderness in that joint. Um, it's fantastic when patients come right in after they've had an auto accident. Like if they're cleared, you know, if, we've, if, we, don't, if we know we don't need x-rays and both, you know, Dr. Chapa and I would be able to, like, chiropractors are trained to be able to clear if you need to, if it's safe to adjust, if it's not safe to adjust, if you need x-rays or not. So say you're injured. Like, say you were questionable. Like, wow, did I really hurt my hip? Or if it was a knee, like, wow, did I do something to a ligament? You know, there's plenty of orthopedic testing that we could do that. Still, you this could be, barring any serious injury or, like, please don't come in with a bone sticking out, like, stuff like that. Like, we can we can rule you out. And I'm, I'm going to have to try that next time. <laughs> yeah. No. And uh, the bone. The bone. <laughs> the Hopefully bone. that never happens. We don't need any well, Next time fractures. I have it happen, I'm going to come. Yeah. But, and so even in your, <laughs> even in your state of healing, um, an adjustment can just help release those endorphins put you back to a bio like your proper biomechanics so we would assess your posture and align all that appropriately so that your sitting posture or so that your sleeping posture does not cause the inflammation to build up on top of that a large portion of my patients who are um pain relief patients like something's going on we definitely do anti-inflammatory things like i would always be encouraging them to drink more water and be using proenzyme or boswellia or um, cod liver oil to lubricate the joints. Yeah. You know, I went and saw Dr. Chapa. I got an adjustment probably about two months ago or so. Um, I used to visit another chiropractor last year, like after maybe the summer till the end of the year uh, regularly. And so I have actually two different ones, one, you know, in South Shore and then one in Texas City. But I have this thing going on with my pelvis where it always like tilts. And then uh, one leg is just a little bit longer due to that tilt. Yeah. I had some uh, strain in the back of my, my hamstring where there was a bunch of knots. I used to play a lot of basketball. And I would stretch out as much as I could. And then I got to the point where I couldn't play basketball comfortably. And so they had to go in and break up the knots. And then they kept adjusting me. And they're like, well, you can keep coming. And so I did. And then one guy kind of cleared me. See how it goes. Then I, I started seeing another chiropractor. And I went to Dr. Chapa because I still, I still deal with that I feel like I'm uneven, I've seen it, I've felt it, and all that. It's just, you know, I guess like the investment of, of time and money to regularly go because I, right. I needed to go back and uh, and visit him. So sometimes you're probably like, when you're healing through something, it's a little more of aggressive of a care plan at the beginning, but our goal is always to get you to a better phase of healing, you know? So I would say our 
my average is like patients will get to a point where they recognize the benefit of the healthcare of the adjustment, whatever symptomology it's relieving and however it's keeping them well. But average four to six weeks, once you're healed, yeah. you're popping in. So, you know, your, yeah. your adjustment happens. You yeah. Most patients know, like you said, you can tell when you're a little unbalanced or whatever, like you kind of know when you're getting there. And we'd prefer to teach you that once you're there, you're way less likely to get injured. If you recognize that you come back, tune it up and then go on with your life. Yeah. Mine never holds, though. It's within literally days. I feel like I'm back because I, I feel like yeah. I'm normal and I'm good. And, you know, he did these things to test the strength, lift your leg right. lift your, and like, hey, I could see the difference. I'm, and I feel better walking out. Um, but then it's like days and I'm back and I'm back to normal. He back gave me exercise. I think that's partly the nutrition piece too. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why he pairs everything with right. nutrition is that if you don't have the nutrients, your adjustments won't hold. Sure. And that's one of the, that's why the chiropractors are paired with the nutrition so much. Oh, I took a ton of supplements. He was like, here, take this, this, this It's literally like three or four bottles yeah. of pills. And I was just like, <laughs> okay, this is a lot, but I'm going to do it. You know, he gave me the exercises to do. I did everything, you know, like I told you earlier, anytime that I do something for the most part, like, Hey, do yeah, this. True. You're, I'm going to pretty dedicated. Yeah. I'm going to dedicate to do it because I'm going to try it. And, uh, it didn't, it didn't hold, but, um, you know, I guess, you know, you need to go back, you know, in a week right. and do it well, again. Because and you're keep, sleeping keep and, you know, I mean, I just got up, you know, we drove to Kentucky and then over to Baltimore and then, you know, back home. So we've spent, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we don't put our forty in hours, you know, forty hours in a in a vehicle, right? Crammed in with you know backpacks and purses uh -huh. and this and not eating as well as normal. And guess what? Guess 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 where I need to be this afternoon? You know, in the mm -hmm. chiropractor's office, making sure that things are going to be aligned again because you're, we're always stressing our bodies somewhere. I love that you said that you were doing other things though, because for sure, patients get better results when they you know treat that triad like when you're. Your stress level's low, so your emotions are in line, your structure's in line, your, you know, the nutrient levels are in line because you're just going to get better results. And I, I often give my patients exercises too. So sometimes you could be falling out of line because we haven't pinpointed your exact weakness. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's a glute med weakness. Sometimes it's a low, you know, it's just core weakness, low back weakness, whatever it may be. And yeah. th then you work on that specifically and hopefully that helps you You know the hold. You probably do something similar, but the exercises he gave me to do... Do you know, have you ever sat in one of his uh, adjustments? Ashley was actually there. Yes, but he d he does something like, the only one I can think of off the top of my head is like picking grapes. Does he pick the grapes? Yes. Pick the grapes. Yeah, it's like, you know, something doing about this dishes. stuff. Pass the plate. Pass, yeah, Pass that's the it. You know, doing this, and it was a whole thing. It, it feels silly, but, you know, I was doing it. You know, my wife's like, what are you doing? Dr. Choppa gave me these exercises to do. I'm going to do, yeah. do them the best I can. And here's the thing that I, and I asked him, and he told me the answer. I said, Let's say I'm off balance, you know, three to four days. Do I still do the exercises? Am I exercising out of balance? Is that, you know, creating more of a, an imbalance in the muscles and whatever I have going on? What are your thoughts? I would say I would coach no if you know it's without pain. So some I don't I don't ever like to have my patients use pain as an indicator. Like, I really don't want you to come back to me hurting. The perfect patient comes back before they get to yeah. that point, like I a day you. or two. And I will have some speak to me. Like, I could tell that my neck is going to, you know, I'm just going to get to that creaky point. And we catch it before then because it's so much easier to prevent it than to fix it. Because once you're back to the fixed stage, then you're, you're, you're definitely to a more aggressive care plan. Mm-hmm. Sometimes through your movements, if you're if you're definitely sure that your form is good and you were taught proper form, you might 
create better biomechanics yeah. within that window. But okay. I wouldn't want patients doing that through pain. Yes, through sincere pain, not like oh I'm working out pain, not like right. that. But you know, sometimes yeah. if you have a hot back, you're you're not going to want to really push yourself yeah. so intense. No, the only time I had pain was those knots, and after I got them, you know, worked out yeah. with the claw or whatever it was, it took <laughs> it took weeks of, of breaking them down and then you know trying to have them heal. And the only other pain I have is because uh, of walking off balance uh, on on the bottom of one of my foot. And this is weird, you know, but it has like it's wearing. And so it literally created like this callus that wasn't there like okay. within the last like six months or so. And it hurts. Like if I don't have uh, like like shoes on, I feel good. Mm-hmm. And I like comfortable shoes. But, you know, if I'm barefoot, sometimes it hurts. And I'm just like, I, I was talking to my wife about it the other day. He's like, well, you need to go back and get an adjustment so you can try and figure it. And I was like, yeah, I do. Because... Um, Sometimes we're fixing broken patterns, too, because I think that there is still this um, there's definitely still a need for teaching in the chiropractic arena. Like I said earlier this morning, the statistics are that just under 10 percent of the population seek chiropractic care. So, yeah, my question to anybody is, what if you're treating your children? You know, kids are pretty resilient. They're not going to tell you that they hurt or they feel off balance. But what if you're what if we can make them more biomechanically sound so that their structure grows more appropriately so we're not fixing broken adults we've we've maintained and you've you've intentionally helped your child grow better through nutrient status through adjustments and yeah so we have like minutes a couple minutes left and we may have enough time to touch on this uh, I think I'm saying your name right, Tashina. You're listening to 99.5 FM, KGRadio.com. We have Living Well Clinical Nutrition in studio. So this is a, a statement. I think there's some questions in there. I feel like both my girls have slight sleep apnea. I've seen uh, my three-year-old always sounds like she's stuffed up. We eliminated lactose uh, as she is intolerant to it. So I guess they took out all that out. She also has some uh, eczema, but that's under control. Her breath smells bad some days from waking, and she sleeps with her mouth open. The ENT said she was fine, and now my five-year-old has had a wet cough, and only only when she wakes uh, since February. She sees an allergist in September. I feel like I'm doing so many different things and just want a regimen that will work. Any thoughts about that? And then we can uh, wrap it up real quick. I know that's a lot of information. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a lot. There's there's stuff going on, but anytime you have eczema, things like that, it's there's a component of liver detox that's not happening. A slow, sluggish liver. Maybe the bowels are slow and sluggish. So that's where we look at at the office as we go in and we look at what's that history. And on a kiddo, we can usually get to the history pretty quickly. Right. And so sometimes we feel like we've eliminated foods and then sometimes they sneak in places that we're not expecting them. And so, um, you know, sometimes the lactose free foods are processed and things that they might be getting into. Um, there could be something there. And so and it could be slow, sluggish bowels. We need to get things moving. And so that is a component very very often especially for our kiddos that are having those kind of symptoms what about is lactose free that can't mean dairy free right so it just depends on on what what they're doing some people when they would go lactose free they would be dairy free and some people would not so Mm -hmm. you would and so that's what we do that's what we do we look at a food log we look at what's going on so that we can kind of help piece that together um, to figure out exactly what is causing it because it's either something she's eating or or it's something that her body's not processing out the toxins well. And so that's that whole conversation of, you know, going back to the beets. Yeah. You know, how many beets is the kid eating to help our liver be? 
paid food. And most people like know. And structurally, I think I'd like to eva- like I would want to evaluate Absolutely. her lymph, her lymphatic system, make sure that's draining. So chiropractic adjustments can help that drain. Chiropractic adjustments are fantastic for ear ear infections, um, all that kind of like sinus drainage, anything that's lingering up there that could still be festering that histemic histamine histamine response. Um, we're actually going to have a class in August. Ashley can comment if she said the date. It's slipping my mind right now. But I'm going to teach a class in August called the Well-Adjusted Child. So we'll go through, for the kiddos' purposes, kind of like, you know, the the structural component, why chiropractic care, why the nervous system, why you intentionally do that. But on, also because, you know, we're so passionate about nutrition, there will, of course, be the foundational things that we can do nutrition-wise to just kind of keep these kids growing on a better track. Because just to elaborate, you know, for what I said this morning, it's so much easier to prevent the the God-given health that you know you have from birth, and to ma- to prevent things before it becomes mm-hmm. a massive symptoms to correct. Thank you all for joining us. Yeah, yeah thanks fun. for having us. It's fun. Y'all had a good time. Yeah, we mm-hmm. had a great time. So. Okay, so are y'all coming back next week, or is it going to be Dr. Chapa? I'm sure that he'll be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we'll come when we're invited. Yeah, we'll come when when we're invited. We're having a blast. (laughs) Right now it's 10.01. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Team Mancuso Power Sports South right here in Lamarck. We're talking to Philip. He's the GM over there. And we'll be able to maybe get our way to ride some toys. (laughs) Again, thank you to Living Well Clinical Nutrition for joining us. Thanks for having us. This is KGA Radio 99.5 FM. It's Kickstarter. Coming up next is Bethel. Having come, stay tuned. If you're on Facebook, Keep it locked in, dialed in right here. Feel free to ask some questions. Reach out to Living Well Clinical Nutrition. If you have more questions, Dr. Chapa is scheduled to be back next Tuesday. If he's not, we're going to have uh, you know these these lovely ladies back in studio talking about everything health nutrition. Make sure you go download the KHEA Radio app. Just search for KHEA Radio on the App Store and Google Play Store. Hey, don't tell me what to do, Kurt, okay? Do me a favor. I'm just... <laughs> what did I... Oh, because I said go download the hey, KHEA app. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Oh, I'm so pumped. So Are pumped. You? Because I think maybe I can talk him into giving me an ATV. I'll, I'll give as him my new, Jeep Compass. As your new, like, daily driver. As my new daily. <laughs> How's it going? What's up? Let's talk about bears. Bears, bro. <laughs> vroom. Vroom. You can Vroom. I figured you'd roll up in your motorcycle. Because some of your stuff has been in here. <laughs> you can, hey, you can, can y'all have these bigger? Because I'm going to stretch these babies out. They actually, they move. <laughs> they go on. You can go on. Nailed it, bro. <laughs> hey, whenever I was at the Iron Den yesterday, I walked in, they were like, bomb, bomb, bomb. Like, is that nonsense you did? Yes. I was oh. like, they're like, where's the other guy? I was like, he doesn't work out. He doesn't really want to work did out. Did they I've expect me? No. They they were asking, is he going to come? I was like, no. I I actually invited him to come get some footage of like a day so I can have some other stuff to do. But they were like, bomb, bomb. I was like, yeah, that's him. That's, that's awesome. All, that's all about that. So now from now on, Philip, whenever yeah. you walk around, you got to go vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're, uh, I have we're, to apologize uh, yeah. for him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work <laughs> on that. <laughs> I think it's something I should probably practice off air. <laughs> Especially you, the head shake. It gets a lot of wobbling going on. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, so we walked in to uh, your location, Team yeah. Mancuso Power Sports South, yes. right here in Lamarck. It's, it's yes. not too far. Yes, absolutely. I ran over here. 
Did you you drive one of the ATVs or one of the the really cool vehicles? That would have been, yeah, that would would be more believable than me running. (laughs) We've literally, well, people have drove those in the building for some of the the performances yeah. that we put on here we we normally uh we normally give those to you guys for that for the uh for the uh the plays all and the, the plays and the shows absolutely mm-hmm. by the, the way you guys do an incredible job they're the, awesome they're, they're a lot of fun. the last time you gave one i didn't wreck it i was really excited <laughs> but, but there might have been a scratch or two well the thing is is you uh you have to put the key in it so that that noise you were making vroom, 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 that was uh, it they wasn't had, on. Yeah, it wasn't on. <laughs> oh, that's man. why. That's why you didn't wreck it or drop it, man. You, you know, it, ta- it has an ignition and a key. But hey, we, you know, whatever. We'll throw some, throw some wind. Have a fan going for you next time. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. You know, I actually did drive it. In, in all seriousness, I did drive it from Mancuso over did to the church. Really? Yeah. That's right, you did. No, I did. I see, it was, it was like, so awesome. Yeah. Who signed off on that? Pastor Hallam did. So <laughs> what was he thinking? Yeah. I don't know. I was. <laughs> I was shaking the whole time, like pastors following me, and yeah. I'm just like, "Please don't, please don't wreck this car." Yeah. Pastors with what? me, like, oh. oh my goodness! And then he's like, "Oh, just drive it through the door, just like, yeah, just like bring it in, yeah. man." And I was just like, and he's like, "Okay, like put the gas on, you know." And I'm like, just barely touching him. Were you going two miles an hour? I could see you doing that, like, yeah. And he's like, "Okay, push the gas." You gotta get. You he's like, go. yeah, go. Like, get it. You gotta go over the hump, Kurt. Like, <laughs> bring it in the door. I'm like, well, what if I take out the door? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's funny. So, you know, you're located right down the street. Can you let people know what the actual address is there and yes. what y'all offer? Yes, it's uh, our address is 4801 uh, Gulf Freeway here in Lamarck, of course. Uh, we're actually exit 13. Just come down the feeder road, and uh, you'll see us. The big, uh, the big silver building with. Hundreds and hundreds of motorcycles, toys, and side-by-sides, and uh, watercraft, and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so we're in the power sports industry. Uh, we sell fun. Uh, it's kind of crazy. I always wonder what I'm going to do when I grow up. But but I've been doing this <laughs> since I was 17 years old, and uh, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. We uh, it, it, I tell you what's really fun is we see... We put smiles on faces, you know, and that's what's cool. Um, there's a lot of people that are in retail sales um, that... Uh, that, that that doesn't have as much fun as we do. Uh, you know, dealing with the public sometimes is a challenge, but however, in our industry, it's fun. Uh, either you're in there putting smiles on a kid's face, we're playing Santa Claus, or we're playing, uh, uh, you know, someone that's worked really hard and they are become successful and they have disposable income and they're coming in and buying it. And then we also sell to people that when gas prices shoot through the roof, they're coming in because it makes sense. I mean, some of the motorcycles we sell uh, get 50 miles to the gallon. So they'll come in. It makes sense. Uh, they'll spend five, six grand on a motorcycle that pays itself off in six months. Saving you know? money on gas and fuel Absolutely. and everything, right? Absolutely. Do you do trade-ins? Can I trade in my Jeep <laughs> Compass to get something Absolutely. That, like that? Absolutely. Not. Absol- no, we do. We do. We take, I mean, the only thing we don't take in on trade is if it makes a noise like a goat or a cow and we have to feed it every day. Other than that, I mean, we take it in on trade. Motorcycle, I mean. Yeah. Well, the Jeep Compass kind of makes a noise like a, a sheep and a cow. If you bring it in on a leash, I'm not taking it. But but what if it needs a leash because the AC is out? Yeah. Ever- um, no. <laughs> Man. No. Ever since the AC went out, it is. Well, it actually has been less noisy because the compressor, 
I guess is broken, and so no, now the but, AC's off. It's but like, you can't hear the 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 noise anymore because the it's off. The wheel yeah. bearings making the noise <laughs> that yeah. make it sound like an airplane inside of the vehicle. <clears throat> well, you've seen those people going down the road wearing things like this. Yeah, I think they have the same problem you have. So you should try these. <laughs> Take these home with you. Drive down the road. Just wear these and. Bro, you got it. My car stopped making noise. <laughs> yeah. Stop making noise. Call the it's mechanic. Thank it's you fixed. so much. You fixed it. I bought these <laughs> these these muffs. <laughs> yeah, I spent ten dollars on earplugs. You know, yeah. and they're high quality. Done. Literally right. the best. You need some in my Jeep <laughs> Compass. Oh, please pray for that thing. No, I have a sun. Bl- so we we were out getting some footage for the city of Lamarck. Yeah. And, you know, we had you voice some of the, the, the stuff on that video. Thank you, yes. by the way. Yes, absolutely. So he's, his AC's out. So we were riding around his car, windows down. And, you know, to try and survive, I'm doing this down I-45, like having AC. Like, yeah. But, yeah, then I we got used the to sweet angle ours. Well, This was <laughs> we, we were playing. We had AC when we would do this. But what we would do going down the road as kids growing up, we would angle the air. You know, it's like this. And we just... <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Our arms are different shades. I know yeah, you can't. I was trying window. to show it on the camera. You really can't see can't it on the camera. Yeah. But our arms are different shades because of <laughs> riding around with no AC. Yeah. And you know what? Guardy has AC. I still don't understand why we chose my car I know why. to drive around in. Because you, you have room to fit the gear and True. it keeps it keeps you humble. Yes. And that's hey, good. and you don't want to roll up, you know, when you're trying to do advertising and things like that. You don't want to roll up in a, like a brand new car. You you got to have a little bit of the pity. No AC. You got to have no AC. Yeah. They're like, yeah. like, hey, actually, we really need your sponsorship. <laughs> that's yeah. how I make my commission. To <laughs> no, we actually don't make commission at KHE Radio. So AC. Fun. It wouldn't matter if you signed with us. I'm still driving around that Jeep Compass with no AC. <laughs> but we'd still be able to continue to do what we do. All right, help spread positivity. So that's. That's always the uh, the benefit. So, uh, so Philip, tell us about yourself, man. How'd you get into power sports, man? Um, so, believe it or not, I was when I was seventeen. I uh, I, I got married very young, and uh, thank the Lord we're still married today. And three kids later, and twenty years later, uh, here we are. So, uh, I was going into a motorcycle dealership to find cheap transportation, actually. And uh, when we got married, I had a car; she didn't have a car, so um, I had to get a se- second form of transportation. And so I went into a place in Beaumont called Golden Triangle Power Sports. And uh, it was an established store, been there a very long time. And uh, they uh, talked to a guy named Bill Bondurant, and uh, still a friend of mine to this day. And uh, he asked what I did for a living. I said, hey, you know, I'm kind of doing this and this. I've got to get a career. And he says, man, why don't you come sell motorcycles? Mm. And I was like, man, that's awesome. I've been around them my whole life. I, I rode them. You know, I grew up in a real small town where – when you turn 16 years old, you didn't get a truck. You got an ATV, you know. So that was kind of the concept, you know. I mean, it was a way of transportation for us. Uh, it was fun, but it was also a tool growing up. We had farmland and things like that. So <clears throat> so anyway, so moral of the story is I, I went to work at 17 uh, with those guys. And uh, I stayed there 10 years and uh, moved moved here in 2009 is when we – well, actually, that's when I went to work for the Mancuso Group, 2009. Uh, we actually moved here in 07 uh, to Texas City. My wife is from here, and we moved back here in 07. So, anyway, long story short, uh, moved back here. I drove back and forth to Beaumont for two years. Wow. Uh, it was 116 miles. And, uh, man, I was just missing so much of my kid's life. And so uh, I made the decision uh, to to move over to the Mancuso Group. And uh, that's where I've been since uh, uh, June. Matter of fact, I fixed that my 10-year anniversary. Awesome. Uh, June of 2009. Yeah, so it's a good group. It's a lot of fun. 
Um, and we have seven locations here in the Houston greater area. <clears throat> a lot of the people uh, uh, mistake Mancuso for being a Harley-Davidson only. Uh, we just had our 36th uh, a birthday for Harley-Davidson's. And so we, uh, we got the Harley franchise 36 years ago, just a couple days ago. And then in 2000 and I believe it was five, 2005, we started buying up metric stores, which metric being Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Honda, uh, you know, and then, of course, European brands, BMW, Ducati, things like that. Uh, so we started buying those up in 2005, and uh, now we have five metric stores uh, as well as two Harley-Davidson stores. So that doesn't so. mix. So, like, Team Mancuso, do you also like the <coughs> Ducati, BMW, and stuff, or y'all sure. have the other? So our location down south, the one I manage here, does not sell any European brands. Uh, here we sell Polaris, um, uh, Can-Am, Honda, Suzuki, uh, Slingshots, uh, things like that. So. Okay, Slingshot. Oh, I yeah. think I've seen those. Can you describe what that is? They are, yeah. It's a, it's a three-wheel vehicle. Uh, you do not have to have a motorcycle endorsement to drive it. Uh, the state of Texas actually created a new category for it. It's called uh, Auto Cycle. Uh, you set in it just like you do a car mm-hmm. and a steering wheel. It is a five-speed transmission. Um, so I, I will give you guys a little bit of an inside. They're coming out with a fully automatic. So for the people that don't know how to shift the stick, you know, the stick shift, um, they are going to come out with a fully automatic. So that's coming. We don't know pricing or anything like that yet, wow. but the slingshots start around $20,000 and, uh, they're a lot of fun, man. They rent them in Galveston. Uh, it's, we're not affiliated with that at, at all. I, I wish we were, but, uh, Galveston slingshot rentals, a really cool guy. Billy owns it. A really nice guy. I wish I had his number. I'd give him a shout out, but slingshot rentals of Galveston, you can go down and rent it for just a few hundred dollars for several hours. Uh, to kind of see, we actually promote and send people down there a lot to see if you like it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of hard to uh, tell you that a pair of shoes are comfortable without trying them on and, sure. r- and walking in them. Yeah. You know, we've all went and bought those shoes and we bring them home. We're like, ah, I hate them. Take them back. <laughs> well, unfortunately, unfortunately, motorcycle industry is a little bit different. Uh, you can't go buy it and ride it and keep it for a week and say, oh, I don't like it. I'm going to bring it back. So we actually promote uh, uh, an extended test ride. We do offer test rides at our location. Uh, but it's, you know, a three to four mile test ride, uh, there you can go rent and put several hundred miles on it, you know? So yeah. it's a, it's kind of a smart thing to do to decide if you're going to like it or not. Okay. We're going to go on the FM right now. Here we go. We're going to reintroduce you. Good morning. This is KHEA radio 99.5 FM. This is kickstart. I'm Guardy and I'm Kurt and it is Tuesday. We had living well clinical nutrition here in studio right now. We're going to switch it up a bit and we're going to start talking about the power sports industry. We have Philip from Team Mancuso Power Sports South, which is located right here in Lamar, Texas. Yeah, he rode up here in a motorcycle. I heard him going vroom, vroom. <laughs> you do that really well. Do I? <laughs> it sounds like a real, the real deal. Or just my Jeep Compass. Maybe. Hey, Philip, how's it going today? It's, I'm doing good, man. Uh, I think you should audition with that and do some voiceovers. <laughs> Things like that. Maybe for the next Hotel Hallelujah or something Ooh. like that. Yeah. We won't even need to start these motorcycles up and burn gas. We have you, baby. We just have you people ride in on his back, and we just put, like, a sign, Team yeah. Mancuso Power Sports, you know, on the side of Kurt, and he just is like, vroom, and they just, like, ride on Absolutely. Kurt's back like a horse. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd love it. <laughs> Maybe we could sell. Stardom. They won't let me in the play. Hey, i tell you what we could do. We Obviously, glue on or stick ons, but we could sell, like, advertising space on your arms, maybe your back. Things tattoos. like that. Tat- well, you know, stick on tattoos. You know? I feel like a real I, deal, like forehead. I could, yeah. I could, uh, 
just put it right here. Team Mancuso Power Sports. Done. Oh done. my gosh, that one would hurt. Done. It would, it would need to be a little bit colors. of manscaping done, I'm sure. A little bit of manscaping before the glue on tattoos. But yeah, we could get it going for oh you. Oh my gosh, that one. I struggled with my current one. <laughs> He had and to take that a break. Had three colors. This one has like, <laughs> look at you. Got to do the yeah. outline. Yeah, done. There's a there's a stroke on the white. Oh. That's a cool logo. Yeah. So Team Mancuso Power Sports. You said there's seven locations. Seven locations. Yes. And yeah. where where are they? Where do they start out of? So I'm the furthest south, obviously here in Lamarck. Mm-hmm. And then uh, our main location, which was started uh, 36 years ago, uh, is at 610 in Main Street. It's the original Harley store there. And uh, then we have another Harley store on 290 1960. That's the furthest one out of Houston on on that side, and then we go up to uh, to the north side, uh, just inside the Beltway on Forty Five North, and that is going to be the old AJ Foyt uh, for all the motorcycle enthusiasts and racers. You all know who AJ Foyt is. That was the AJ Foyt location, and then we have one by Hobby Airport, and then the rest of our locations, uh, of course, down south, and then we have two on Fifty Nine, one near Be- Beach Nut. Uh, Gessner Beachnut area on 59, and then uh, then a little far, further down 59 towards the Beltway, we have another location. So we were just there last week, not yeah. even a full week ago, I, I feel. We walked in, and whenever you go in the store, there is a energy in there, a fun, and like the people that are working there, you can tell they're happy to be there, and it's like they're just surrounded by toys. You know, how do you create that atmosphere? You know, my biggest thing is... <clears throat> is um is have fun while you're there. We sell fun. And so what happens is is the people that are coming into our, our dealership are not uh well let's just for a better word call them fuddy duds. They're not fuddy duds. Uh-huh. You're coming there to have fun. Yeah. So don't take that, don't steal that from the customer. And that's what I tell them, you know, doesn't matter uh, uh what your day is, uh what's going on in your life. We all have issues, we all have problems. But we don't. It, our customers don't deserve for us to bring our personal life, our problems, our argument with our kids, or our fight with our wife, or whatever the situation. Of uh, uh, you know, they're repossessing our car in the parking lot right now. You know, whatever the situation Are is. Are they? <laughs> My G compass. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. So, so, boom, 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 boom. Go. <laughs> get on. Get on your bike and, and ride out there. He's gonna be visiting no. you soon for a new. So, so our customers don't deserve that. So right. that's my number one rule in the, in the interview process. And then also when you're working for me, we have to have fun. So um, I, I, I learned that I learned something uh, uh, from Disney, man. When I got out of Disney, when I went to Disney, you know, my wife and children are all looking at the you know everything else, and I'm looking at the business side of it. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable that the characters that they have there are in character. I mean, there's nothing you can do to convince Cinderella that she's not Cinderella, you know? Right. And so I, I brought that back to our dealership, and it's the same exact thing. We're in character. You know, I, I call it Hollywood. Uh, so if I see someone having a bad day, I'm like, hey, man, we got to Hollywood it. You know, when you're, yeah. when you're on set, it doesn't matter that, you know, what's going on out in the personal life and personal world. It's Hollywood, you know? And so we have to have that and create that environment for our customers because – like, again, I say it's not fair to them. When they've come in, they've worked hard for their money. They're wanting to come in and buy a toy. Some people have saved up. I've had people literally come in with jars full of money that they have saved their entire life to come and buy something that they want. It's like a dream they had. A 100%. Goal. This is it. I mean, we, I mean, every day, we, people, we put smiles on their faces, and it's so much fun. It's, it's not a job. It's really not. Uh, and so I'm, I'm 20 years into it, and I love it. I, I like I say, I always say, I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I don't know what I'm going to do for a living, you know, one day. <laughs> but I, I'm just having fun right now. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Wow. You know, whenever we were there, there's also these. I guess it would be an ATV, 
but it's not traditionally what I think of when there's ATV. There's big wheels. I feel like there's yeah. speakers everywhere. I got to climb up in there. <clears throat> it looks like just, I don't know, like, like a race car that I would have had as a kid, yeah. but in real life, and I can actually drive it. Yeah. So what's happening is is um, it's becoming it's becoming a family event is what's happening. Hmm. Um, so the mom and dad can go out. They can bring the kids with them. Uh, most of all the everything we do is revolved around uh, off road mudding. Uh, there's there's a lot of off road parks around here that people go to. Uh, and so, I mean, I was watching just the other day down in Crosby. They just put some water slides at the off road park. You can do some water slides out into the river. So uh-huh. mom and dad, kids are out there having a good time. They stop off, eat a little sandwich for lunch. They, they pack their lunch. It's really affordable. I mean, you, you go to the store, you get your bologna, you get your, your bread and your, and your mayo, and you're headed off to off-road park, you know, for the day with the kids and the family. And we can all agree, and that's something that we're really lacking of this day is, is, is family time, you know. You get caught up in the hustle and bustle in life, you know, and then mom and dad or dads want to go play golf and moms want to go shop and the kids are left at home on Saturday. So what we're doing is we're creating something uh, um, that that it's just a family a family event a family mm-hmm. atmosphere. It's fun. Uh, it's it's uh, it's relatively safe and uh, it's a good time. What about water? Because we live in the Gulf Coast. <laughs> yeah, Lamarcus Coastal Living, as yep. some people may know, some people don't. But like, right. what can you do for for water sports? Do you all have any of that? So offered? we do. We sell we sell Sea Watercraft, uh, which in my opinion are the best in the industry. Oh yeah. Uh, we do sell other brands, Kawasaki, Yamaha, things like that, at our other locations. But here in Lamarck, uh, I sell Sea uh, and uh, which is the original uh, 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 watercraft. And uh, so anyway. Uh, it's fun. There's a lot of places to ride. My family and I, we do a lot in Kima. Uh, you kind of feel like a rock star when you're rolling through the Kima boardwalk. <laughs> Everyone up there is sweating. And then, and you kind of do the parade wave, you know, as you're idling through and they're all wishing they were you, you oh, know? Yeah. So, uh, the cool thing about the watercraft <clears throat> is they had gotten really expensive. So it got to where, I mean, you were spending $30,000 for two watercraft, you know, two jet skis and a trailer. And so Sea-Doo uh, actually three years ago came out uh, with a, what they call a Spark. And uh, they, I always say they should have named them a Blast because they are a blast. But they named them a Spark, and they start out at $5,000 for wow. one watercraft. You can have more fun on that Spark than you can a $20,000 watercraft. So they're a lot of fun, and they're super stingy with fuel. Uh, they get really good fuel economy. Uh, they hold seven gallons of fuel, and literally you can go out and ride these things. Almost, I mean, I would say for a full day on seven gallons of fuel. Hmm. And for anyone that's in the boating industry, uh, understands the more throttle you get, you just watch the gas gauge go with your throttle, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, we sell we sell those and do really well with them. They're a lot of fun. We have great financing. Uh, you know, they have a package deal right now. I think there's two sparks, a trailer for. Less than two hundred dollars a month is kind of a really? promotional they have going on. Is right that in house? Yeah. Y'all can do some of that in house. We, work we do people? all of our financing. We do in house for you. We have banks, credit unions, and stuff that we go through lenders. Um, <clears throat> and I tell you something else that's that's really changed over the last several years is um, we, we'll, for a better word, we'll call it special financing. So for those guys out there that that you know had a late payment here or an issue here or re- repossession their Jeep Compass, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not trying to start any rumors. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, I'll, I'll give you a ride home, though. Okay, good. <laughs> good. But, I might need it. <laughs> but for kind of in, in the rebuilding stage, we, uh, you know, I always say uh, bad things happen to good people, you know. And so uh, well, I'm not saying you're a good person, but I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying bad things Whoa! happen to good people sometimes. So, but, but with that being said, uh, we, we, do have, we do have financing for, for all, all shapes and sizes. So. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. So there was a video that I got 
It was on the back of a sea doo, and that's why it reminded me. It kicked me back. <laughs> And I didn't put it in the video. I thought about it, but I figured like he would probably lose his job, maybe. Yeah. But it might not because it goes back to that you like to have fun. Yeah. But he was dancing on the back of that thing. Yeah, absolutely. Is that part of the it, the, the the culture and the yes, environment? Yes. Of, of, that was probably the sale dance. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. happy. Make a sale. Yeah. Say, hey, yeah. Everybody's having fun. <laughs> it was that like take five song where it like builds. Bah, bah, bah. But, and he was like dancing. Oh my god! It was so going. much fun. It was great. Yeah. So <clears throat> the last year, Sea-Doo uh, actually re uh, redesigned some of their watercraft, and there's actually something you could call it a swim deck on the back, or you could call it a fishing deck. So a half of the seat comes off, and it's actually I think Sea-Doo actually calls it a lounge deck. Really? Yeah. So you can actually lay out on your ski. So you take your life jacket off, you lay it there, and that's kind of your cushion. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a huge long uh, lounge deck, and so. Um, it, it works out really cool, and uh, it, it also works out as a dance platform, uh, fishing platform, whatever you wow. want to do. It's really cool. <clears throat> Just something different. And there's also an ice chest, uh, and, and the design is, is that the seat that you pop off slides back, and it sits there. And then you put the ice chest in the middle, and you have your ice chest, and you have a, 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 a little table. You use the top of the ice chest as where you would make a sandwich or eat yeah. your food or whatever. So. It's really cool, really neat. Nice. Do y'all yeah. do y'all do any kind of like customization or like repair or work on any of the? We do, we do. Um, obviously, our service department is always very busy, um, and just uh, it, it, it's 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 crazy how busy we stay. I thank God for it every day, but uh, we should have built our dealership double. You know, it's kind of the old the old saying, "Build it and they will come." Yeah. Uh, so we're in a new forty thousand square foot building. We should have made it eighty thousand square foot. But wow. uh, yeah, you know, we we pride ourselves in our service department. Uh, our turnaround time is is really fast. Um, uh, Sometimes the warranty the warranty process can take a little longer. Um, it's kind of it's kind of crazy at times how they how they do it. But uh, turnaround cash customers, you know, customer pay, <clears throat> those are quick. Normally we're four or five days and we got you turned around back out in the water. You know, uh, relatively you know if parts are available, things like that. Um, but the warranty process takes a little longer. But yeah, we stay really busy. We have seven certified technicians there at the dealership. Uh, we also have some apprenticeship programs going on where we uh, where we take and we're trying to develop our technicians, uh, pair them up with uh, with some certified guys and teach them and uh, and uh, trying to teach some uh, careers. It's definitely a great great career. Do y'all have like an item that is the most popular? Or somebody's coming in. What are they <laughs> usually looking for? You know the side by side business, kind of what you were talking about earlier. The side by side business and it looks like something you drive with a remote control oh, okay, okay. when you were a kid. Those are uh, really taken over. Uh, give you a little bit of history. 2000 and <clears throat> I think it was 11 or 12, we were at the dealer show, and Sea-Doo used to sell these big jet boats up to 23 foot long, started out at 15 foot, and they had sheets. We were at the dealer show to unveil the new product, and they had sheets covering the, the, motor, uh, the, the boats. We were so disappointed because it was a big part of our business here on the Gulf Coast, Galveston County. And so uh, they had made a deal. We didn't know at the time who it was with, but they, they, they had sold out to a company called Scarab. And so uh, we were so disappointed because it was a big, big part of our business. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said the reason they did it is they did predictions in the next uh, uh, seven years that the side-by-side business was going to triple. Of course, we're upset that the boats are gone, not looking at the bigger picture. Well, it, they, they nailed it. And so our side-by-side business has more... Yeah, has more exceeded what the what we were doing in boat sales. 
And so the with Polaris and KM, that's the number one, number two brand in the industry as far as market share. Not because I sell them, mm-hmm. but because of market share, they are number one, number two. Polaris is number one, and KM is coming on strong. So luckily, we sell both of those brands here at my store. So I tell everybody all the time, I'm blessed to have both of them. But they're they're doing really, really, really well. And uh, but about sixty five percent of our business is side by sides you know well maybe they are number one and number two because you sell them ah, i don't know that, about that. could be <laughs> you know with with the seven different locations in mancuso and y'all are the same is there any friendly competition like oh, who's selling and moving the most there's lots there's lots uh we hear about it quite often and i will proudly say that in uh houston greater area uh here in lamarck we're the number one dealership in it not just in mancuso groups we sell just kind of give you guys an idea we sell of an average between 150 <laughs> and 200 per month Keep in wow. mind, we're closed on Sundays and Mondays. So we got five-day work weeks on an average of about 21 days per month that we are open. And so if you start breaking it down, we sell eight to ten bikes per day. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. It's awesome. But I tell you what, repeats, <laughs> referrals is what we live off of and taking care of customers. Uh, you know, just for instance, this morning, we had a customer that bought a unit from a Saturday, had an issue with it. And uh, I, as I'm coming here this morning, I send my driver back to his house to pick it up to take care of it, and we'll deliver it back this afternoon. Um, so we take care of our guys. My dad always told me, he said, son, everyone is loaded with a, with a, with something to kill you with. Just don't give them bullets. And mm-hmm. so I just that's my goal. That's my philosophy. If there's an issue, there's a problem, I'm going to do everything in my power to unarm you. Yeah. And uh, you can never talk bad about me because I, whatever it costs, I fix it. <laughs> yeah. Does the rest of the Mancuso leadership be like, you need to go down there and see what Phillip's doing so y'all can they, <laughs> pick your numbers up, be like Phillip and Lamarck? Uh, they do, yeah. <laughs> and I think I, I, all the other GMs are friends of mine, but sometimes I think they hate me because they hear they hear it quite often. But but uh, but we're doing we're doing really well. We're blessed and. Uh, I tell people all the time, I I, uh, I, I believe I'm a, I'm a big faith guy. I pay my tithes, I pay my offerings, and the Lord will always bless you for that. Yeah, here's some uh, mm. some some comments from Renna. She said, the South has nicer people, and she said, and you go in, they don't hound you or do hard sales tactics. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was nervous when you started reading it. <laughs> No, I was I was scared that she was going to attack the other one. How many how many team Mancusos are there? Seven total. Seven. Seven total. Yes, sir. Is the South the best? Absolutely. And yeah. numbers it, and people. It is it's facts. It, it is. It, it's fun. Uh, we're actually uh, to kind of give you guys an idea. Uh, I'm not. I don't want to toot my horn too much, but we're ranked uh, 19th in the world with Polaris with Polaris uh, off road vehicles. Wow. So uh, uh, so that's a, that's a big number, and considering there's about 3,000 dealers in in North America and in Canada, and uh, we're 19th in the world. So obviously, I would love to be number one, but uh, but 19th is pretty impressive out of 3,000 in Lamarck, Texas. You know, and uh, and so I'm excited. I'm blessed, and I've got I've just got a great staff. Can I get your autograph? <laughs> no. Yeah, after the show. Okay. We got to wait till Can after the show. We talked about this before. He was like, you know, like so excited. You know, Phillips coming in. They're number nineteen in the world. You know, yeah. moving moving these these products. And I was like, dude, wait till after. You can't be yeah. fanboying. You know, yeah. he's probably going to try to get my autograph to sell it to get his car <laughs> yes. out of impound. That's what I see, I, bro, well, I see right I through it, you. I see right through you, man. Well, I mean, if, if it was worth enough, it would get it out of impound and have the AC fixed. <laughs> or whenever he gets that Team Mancuso tattoo, he's yeah. going to get like get the signature right next to it. Absolutely. You know how people get those? Yeah, yeah. That would look good. I got a stamp. I don't have a stamp in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Not that important. Hey, here, here's a comment it. that I wanted to, to ask about, and I'm going to try and find it. Um, it said uh, that you were out 
conducting rescues after after Harvey? Were, yeah. Were you out doing? Yes, I that? did. I, and you know, I uh, I you know, yes, I did. It, honestly, it was my first time to ever, uh, for a better word, give back uh, to the community. Uh, we our house was not affected by Harvey at all. Uh, and uh, that Saturday, it was about eleven o'clock in the day. I'm sitting there. Uh, our electricity's on. Uh, of course, you know, no one's open for business, so we're mm-hmm. sitting there, at, at, at honestly, enjoying family time. And <clears throat> we're watching the news, and right, obviously, right down our, our right down the road, two miles from our house, is Dickinson. And uh, we were just looking how they were affected. So my son and I, uh, his name is Skyler, uh, at the time he was 18, and uh, we, um, we said, let's go start rescuing. Didn't know where to go, what to do. Um, obviously, we have jet skis. I didn't have a boat. But I did have what we called a dinghy. It was a little fishing raft that we had, mm-hmm. and we uh, we pulled uh, we pulled it behind the boat. And so uh, we went and started clearing out neighborhoods and picking up people and bringing them back. And I'm going to tell you, if you've never given back uh, in any type of volunteer work, do it. It's the most rewarding thing. Uh, I felt so good about myself and my son out there. Not only not only me, but showing my son how to do it, and 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 that I'm not at home just. Uh, Thanking the Lord for blessings, sitting in my living room in the AC, watching the news, and we're grilling yeah. out and chilling. Um, so from that point, we rescued in Dickinson for two days. We left there. We went to Missouri City. We were able to wow. get over in that area, and we rescued there for a couple of days. We actually got a 92-year-old lady out of her house. We uh, we literally walked. And, and I'll tell you this, too. As you started, at, the first day was my son and I, and then the next day, uh, uh, another another gentleman down who said, "Hey, I want to help y'all." And then next thing you knew, we got a crew of like eight guys, and we're out rescuing. And I'll tell you this: we were picking up a boat over in Lamarck, and um, uh, I'll tell you his name. I have to look it up. I believe his last name is Williams. Uh, he's a Lamarck firefighter. Uh, he was getting off shift and was walking out to his car, and we're out there hooking up. His car was parked next to our boat, and we're hooking up. He said, "What are you guys doing?" I said, "Man, we're going to rescue over Missouri City." He goes, "I'd love to go with you." Wow. So he got off his shift and went with us. And it was, that was awesome. Now we got a guy that's actually, you know, educated how to save people's lives. We're out there just rednecking it, yeah. <laughs> you know. And so uh, so some people would look at us and be like, oh, no, we're safer in our home. We're not going with you guys. <laughs> but, 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 uh, but, yeah, so but having a firefighter with us, it made us feel safer also. He so he trained, came, everything. Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. He had his badge, and he was rolling, you know. So. If we I went, was out rescuing in a dinghy, too, people yeah. would be looking at me like, nah, I'd rather wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stay here. I'm I love stay, that word, by I'm, the way, dinghy. Dinghy, yeah. I'm going to stay on my roof for three more days. I'm not getting in that. <laughs> wow. But uh, but anyway, so yeah, we went to uh, Missouri City, and then uh, I've got a crazy story. Uh, so then we, we go to Beaumont, Golden Triangle, mm-hmm. and uh, and we're going down Highway 90. That was really the only way you could get get to Beaumont. Uh, I-10 was completely shut down. So we're going down Highway 90, and uh, we've got the boat. We've got this big jacked-up F-250 uh, that we stole. No, I'm just playing. That, 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 that we borrowed so we could get through the high water. And so, uh, anyway, long story short, as we're getting to a checkpoint, there was three checkpoints between uh, uh, between here and Beaumont. No, no cars were getting through. We were just going to go through and hoping that we had the firefighter with us that they would kind of let us and, and, and do it. Right. So all of a sudden, uh, we get to the first checkpoint, and these two uh, trucks kind of unmarked. They looked like um, you know FBI agents or someone undercover, and they had lights, but they were, they were hidden. So they go through the checkpoint, and, and as they go through, we happen to be right behind them. So the checkpoint guy just 
Come, Come on, on through. <laughs> yeah, because our truck looked like there. So we made it through the checkpoint. Everybody else is turning around headed back. Oh, we're like, goodness. yeah. So they're, these, these guys are going like 90. And so we're flying trying to <laughs> keep with them because we know we're not going to get – we're probably going to get arrested at the check, second checkpoint. How did you guys get here, you know? So we make it through the second and through the third checkpoint with those guys. Yeah, it was crazy. So we went to Beaumont and rescued uh, out and actually wound up being in Port Natchez, Port Arthur area. The water was so bad. Here in, in, in our area, it was a little more contained uh, around the bayou, a mile or so out. But there, we drove in a boat, when I tell you, for an hour from neighborhood to neighborhood in four to five foot of water. It was just like it was a bowl out there. It was crazy. But anyway, so long story short, uh, it was it was a good time. Uh, the work started after all the rescuing. We started uh, the same team of guys, started clearing out houses, people that didn't have insurance, people that things like that. And we also focused on elderly couples, you know. Wow. So. Yeah, well, it was I'm, a lot of work cleaning out the houses. We appreciate Rescuing you helping. Was fun. <laughs> I mean, that giving back to the community, it always yes. feels good and uh we love we love this area. We love this community. Yes. Talk about being in the city of Lamarck. You know, we did we dropped a video <laughs> yesterday. Your, your your face is in it. You know, talk about <laughs> just like that. <laughs> talk about, you know, why Lamarck and and being here in the city of Lamarck. You and know, it's a I, good place for business as well. It is. It is. It's it's everything's growing this way. Uh, we're excited. I think, uh, not that I'm a Ross pro fan, but Ross pro said, you know, buy real estate in the, in the best, uh, uh, predictable line of path of growth. So if you're out there looking to invest some money, buy in Lamarck because it's coming here. We, we have great, uh, 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 businesses that are already here and established. And then there's room for a lot more too. But I will say this about Lamarck. I'm going to give you a little inside. My son's name is Lamarck. Are you serious? Yeah. What? What's the full name? Lamarck Brandt. Philip Orange is his name. Really? Now, we didn't put the UE on the end. But what was funny is my wife went to Lamarck High School. And I always said I want I love the name Lamarck. I was like, I'm going to I love I love Lamarck. It's do your cool. kids do your kids play music? They do. Yeah. I've seen like one of the video it was Aaron Barnett. He had posted a video and I think yeah. what do you have another son? What's it? I have a Skyler and then I have Lamarck. Lamarck is a singer. He's uh he's incredible. Okay. <laughs> I think I saw a video of him singing. I was just yeah. like Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's like, unbelievable. They had an open mic insane. night. They had an open mic night in Houston the other night. He went there and sang, and uh, the business cards were flying. People trying to sign him and, and everything. It's crazy, but we're uh, we're kind of keeping him a little contained until he gets a little older. Sure, but he's incredible. How old is he? He's sixteen. Wow. He actually recorded with uh, uh, Torn Wells. Yes, uh, and uh, and a song called "Fight for Freedom." I think he he doesn't like me telling that. He's like, Dad, I was only ten when I did that, you know. But he's incredible, and he's a great musician, and uh, and uh, he he leads worship at our church, and he's he's just a great kid. So does he We're have blessed. tracks that we can play here? This is what we yes. need. We want to so play. Him. Actually, today, right now, he is producing his first music video. He's in Houston with a uh, yeah. He's producing his first music video, and then uh, we're gonna go from there and see where the Lord takes him, man. He's, Amazing. Yeah, but back to Lamar. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, so, obviously, I have a kid named Lamar. So I love Lamar. I love the city. I love what we're doing with the city. Uh, I kind of I love the Cinderella story, you know. Uh, and so I think I feel like Lamar is a little bit of that. Um, you know, we've gotten bad publicity at times, things like that. But, you know, Lamarck's a really old, established city. And everyone knows if you go to downtown settings, go to downtown Houston, go anywhere, the older the buildings get, the, the you know, it's so now we're in the rebuild mode with Lamarck. I mean, we're, we're getting new schools. We're getting this. We're people are coming in. We got Lagomar coming this way. We got Lagoon. I know that's considered Texas City right there, but we're right on that border. Uh, we, we have, you know, everything, everything is here and, it, and it's happening now. And I'm so glad to be a part of it. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's because the world's greatest radio station Absolutely. is in Lamarck. Yes. 
absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you Definitely took the words hurt. right. You yeah. took the words right out of my mouth. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yes, just yeah. down the road from the world's greatest ATV place. Yes, right? absolutely. How do yes. you classify it's ATV power, power sports. sports? Power sports. Power yeah. sports. Power sports is what they sell it fun. Yeah, absolutely. They, they sell fun. Yeah. It's a lot awesome. of fun. We're excited about what's about to happen in this area. So we, we dropped that that video yesterday with, with the city of Lamarck, and. Um, you know, on our page, there was a lot of, of great reviews, you know, people saying like, wow, that's amazing, you know, and I think a lot of people don't realize what is considered Lamarck, because mm-hmm. even I learned, this is yes. Lamarck? I didn't know Carbide Park was Lamarck. Yeah. yeah, it's in our video, and people are like, that's not, it's like, yeah, everything in the video is, is Lamarck. Lamarck, yeah. You know, and, th- and that video is opening people's eyes to everything that it has to offer. Highland Bayou Park, you can go out fishing anytime you want yeah. to. Take your boat out there, and we have that that featured. And people are like, that's not, it's like, it's, it's, you know, Lamar. the, the yeah, funniest yeah. part is they're like, oh, they didn't get any shots downtown. We did. We did. There's shots everywhere. There's shots in every part. Like, I did not fake there was any a- of those videos. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is I'm not fake news. Came up. There was right. a little, like, a, a, they were talking about Lake Road. And my parents, I grew yeah. up off Lake yeah. Road. And so there's literally shots on Lake Road in my parents' backyard. My sister lives off Lake Road. So we shot over there. Right. Like, uh, I'm sorry. You know, like, but this is reality. And, and right now, it's just been a lot of fun to be a part of it. I love Lamarck. I am Lamarck. We are Lamarck. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I agree, man. I agree. We are. And, and and it's it's just great to be a part. It's great to be on what I would consider ground level of anything, you know. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to tell you, I remember when you would leave Houston, Texas, and it was nothing but woods from, let's call it the Beltway, to here. Right. I mean, there you got down to the Texas City exit, and there was nothing but woods all the way. Uh, same way on on the on the west side to Katy. You know, I remember when you would get outside the Beltway from there to Katy it was woods. Now from the Beltway to to Bucky's, you you can't. You, it's 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 all you know all retail. So it's exciting. Uh, and of course, we're seeing it. We're seeing it here, and it's just so much fun to be a part of. It really is. People want to move this way because they get to Galveston. You right. Know, absolutely. Coming back this way. Um, it's really cool. Last night we were at the city council meeting and probably the most hot button issue last night at the city council meeting was the development over here. It's really <clears> close. <throat> it's right down the street, actually. Near Delaney Cove. They're, yeah. they're trying to uh, put in some new housing and, and some senior living. Nice. And they wanted to use like a PID. A PID. Instead of a mud, whatever that means. A PID. Yeah. Like they, it would come back on the city, like bonds and stuff like that. It, it's like the, super complicated. Yeah, they allow them to be like, okay, we'll cut you some breaks instead yeah. of like, we'll go get our own funding. We'll use the city. So, you know, there's a lot of concerned citizens. Yeah. Like, well, what happens if it doesn't work? What yeah. happens if the market? Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff going on. So, anyways, we were there, both Guardian and I, and, and it's really kind of cool to see like, you know, people are wanting to come to this city and build. You know, yeah. we, we, the, the, Abundant Life owns all this property over here, and they're trying to fill, you know, trying to bring people in here to develop that, you Absolutely. know, to continue getting closer to Galveston. <clears throat> I hate admitting this, but there's a lot of people out there much smarter than us <laughs> that that where, know where? that where know <laughs> that know what's happening. You know yeah. what I mean? And so uh, you don't have to be. Uh, thanks to me and anyone out there watching or listening. You don't have to be very smart to see what's happening around us. And, you know, right after the Harvey deal, um, I enjoyed giving back so much. I got uh, elected to be on the chamber, the chamber board. I see your picture in the book. Yeah, so it's so exciting. (laughs) Remember, It's so exciting uh, to give back even more. And I get to go to those monthly meetings Mm -hmm. and be on, uh, uh, you know, special events and shrimp bowls and crawfish festivals and all these type of things. And and I get get a little more inside, you know, of, of what's going on in this community. And I can tell you guys. 
um, you're on it, man. It's happening. It's so much fun. I mean, geez, we we you know we got we got it's 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 here. <laughs> It's here. I mean, for crying out loud, you know, obviously Texas City, Lamarck Chambers is is is, uh, is together. So, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> we got a Chick Fil A, guys. <laughs> we I made mean, it, Mama. Better, we made it. That's better than there's Walmart. A sh- there's a Shipley's. Yes, coming we have a Shipley's in, in Lamarck coming on. And Dickie's oh. Barbecue. Dickie's, by the way. Um, yeah, it's. We sh- I'm gonna get it's on. Amazing. Uh, mm. It's amazing. It's mm. amazing. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. Hey, okay, about here's Dickies. some insight. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> That, that we have been planning, and we're teaming up with some uh, local nonprofits to do some yeah. really cool stuff. We're going to have a, our inaugural taco cook-off uh, right here in Lamarck. It's going to be the weekend before Bayou Fest. And October 12th. Yes. Cool. On so, the campus of Abundant Life Christian Center. So we're inviting people with their taco cook-off teams, taco trucks, restaurants. Who has the best? It's happening. And we're going to have trophies and prizes. We're going to figure it all out, but we're excited about it. There's so count, a- count us in as a team. Boom. Team Mancusa Power Sports South. We will be there. We have a taco lady Ooh, every okay. Friday from 11 to 1 o'clock at our dealership. We have Taco Friday. So we have a lady that comes down, and she makes tacos for us, 11 <laughs> Wait, to 2. Wait, there's tacos right over there every, every Friday? Friday? Is every it open Friday. to the public to purchase? It, 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 no, it's free. It's free what? until they're gone. It's three hours. She cooks like 100 pounds of tacos, and, dude, we go at it every Friday, 11 to 2. So we have the taco lady. And we will be in the competition. I'm going to so, cry. Hey, so be scared. Look, be scared. there's tears in my eyes that there's free yes. tacos just down the road be here. Be scared. Be scared. Be very scared. <laughs> well, that's she, exciting. Uh, she's an amazing lady. She's actually from Mexico. Uh, she's, yeah. She knows the taco game. Oh, and she's going to step it up even more for the for the, for the competition. So yes. it's going to happen. So yeah, that's be scared. We, we want the best tacos in the world. And this is our tool to find it. It, yeah. it all started. Um, with a taco and a dream, you know, and it's leading to October 12th, the final showdown. The final showdown. So yeah. we're hoping there isn't what, – what we have found is there's not another taco cook-off ever that has happened in our area. Like barbecue-style yeah. cook-off, you know, yeah. but with tacos. Yeah. So there's four categories. Tacos are life, bro. Four categories. <laughs> life. You're going to get – you get it's $100. Okay. You get an entry for all four, like, with that $100. Yeah. So you can have as many spots as you want. Um, so there's a beef category. There's a chicken category. Seafood category and then a chef's choice. Open, open, mm, yeah. Whatever you so want. If you wanted, <laughs> so hundred bucks gets you in all four. We need to make per- okay, but you can have multiple entries. So like, let's say you wanted to do multiple tacos inside of like beef. You, if you know, wanted, like, yeah, yeah, brisket and then you know, or you wanted to do ground beef. You know, and it's yeah. like oh, you pay two hundred and then you get you get uh, entries. Well, eight entries. You know, yeah. two in each spot. So We're, so whoever out there is listening about the like I said. Step up your game because I've got a taco lady. Woo. She's amazing. So, yeah, but competition's good, right, guys? <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. Except bears. Bears will kill you. <laughs> bears. bears will kill you. Hey, I wonder if there's going to be a bear that enters into the taco cook-off. He's cooking humans. And then he wins sleeping bags. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, good morning, Mark. Mark said, well, the taco king is in the house. What's up, fellas? Good morning, oh. Mark Kovic. <laughs> We love the Kovich family. Yes. Yeah, so people. Anybody can enter, so you don't have to be a part of like a cook off team. You can actually we we decided to make it a hundred bucks so that yeah. maybe, you know, there's a grandma out there besides yeah. your lady. Abuela yeah. Abuela wants to enter. She I tell you what, that. if uh, I'm gonna do something from this radio station, I hope you guys don't mind. I will pay for Team Mancuso's power sports entry and then I'll let you guys choose a second person ah. and I'll pay for their entry. So someone out there that wants to be involved that doesn't have the hundred bucks. But you got some taco game, I got you, dude. Thank you. So We're we'll gonna pay, find somebody. We'll pay, yeah, yeah. Y'all find it can be it can be anyone. So it can be a a kids group. It can be because there's some kids. I got a nine year old little girl that can cook it up, bro. <laughs> so uh, she actually goes to cooking school next week and this that and the other. So 
Um, so anyone that you guys find need of, I'll pay for their entry too. So count me down. Thank for you so that. much. I yeah, love it. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. So I we, challenge any other business out there listening to do the same thing. Let's make this thing big. Let's do it. A hundred bucks and a hundred bucks, man. Let's it's go. not going to hurt anybody. I love so, it. So, uh, so I challenge anybody out there that's listening to uh, to do that, and I'm sure they'll give you guys a shout out on the air of who all's doing that. So uh, let's do it. Let's October twelfth. October twelfth in the morning. Just mark that whole day off because it's the Taco Cookoff. K H E A Radio United Way right here. Let's go. Yeah, search Talk of Taco on Facebook and join our group. Oh, that's cool. Join our Facebook group. So what we do is we that's it started in January. Yeah, and we ask people, hey, post pictures of tacos and. We're about to break. I think we're like sixty away from a thousand nice. or so in like a couple months. So we're really pumped, yeah. and we're like, "Well, we need to do this because people love tacos. It's a passion, dude." Uh, what did you say? Well, like a tacos in a dream. That started with a taco. In a <laughs> taco dream. in a dream. A and A also said Done. that they're in with the team and sponsorship. Let's go. Nice. All right. That's awesome. Cool. So okay, it's ten forty eight right now. We're talking Philip Orange with Team Mancuso Power Sports South, located in Lamarck, Texas, only a Kurtz throw away. If uh, if I was stronger, you know, Phil, <laughs> right. you look like a pretty strong guy. You could probably throw Kurt over to yeah. the to the shop. It's it's right there. We could do it as long as you do like the arm and like a squeal, like <laughs> like when I fly when I fly you. You have That's to make a the noise. Squeal. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the room for him, and yeah. you got that. Yeah, yeah, you got to give that little. <laughs> A little, a little, like like the like the tossing, you know. I love it. <laughs> can you can you make that noise again? Like eh, you can't make you can't you can't not do the noise without the motion. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nor can the motion happen without the noise. I, it's all one. Like eh. I feel like that's the sound of like a pterodactyl, <laughs> like riding a bicycle yes. as a little kid. Yeah, chasing oh me one time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, or you guys, let's focus more oh on the tacos. <laughs> Hey, we got a question here from from Mark. By the way, thank you guys for ever, for dropping your comments. If you do have questions, you can do so on our Facebook page. Just search for K H E A Radio. Mark says, "Do they carry Simpson helmets?" So obviously, he knows a lot about the industry. If he's looking for a specific helmet, uh, we do sell those. We do not stock them. The reason that we don't stock them is because they're they're a relatively expensive helmet. Uh, it's a race helmet. A lot of guys use them in the in the auto world also with race cars. Uh, the reason that we don't carry them in stock is because um, we have obviously we're a family environment, so we have a lot of little kids running around. So they pick up these helmets and they try them on, which is fine, not a big deal. But they drop them, and when you <laughs> drop a helmet, you have to put it in the trash can. Oh wow! Yeah, because it's 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 a it's considered a defective helmet, and the way that the helmets are built to protect our our dome is uh, <laughs> they they actually shatter internally when you drop them. And so we're not allowed to carry them. So we used to carry like Shuey and Araya. I mean, they they would start at around five hundred dollars and go up to twelve, thirteen hundred dollar helmets. Uh, after you drop one or two of those, you quickly realize that we're not going to have those out on the shelf. So we do carry Simpson. Also, uh, just holler at me. Uh, my personal cell phone's four zero nine seven eight one thirty thirty five. If you want to text me, tell me which helmet you want. I'll shoot you a text right back. Or you can call the store also four zero nine nine three eight forty eight twenty. Talk to any of the guys in the parts and accessories department. Cool. Yep. That's awesome. You know, Mark is big into uh, fast cars. Like, he'll post and go live or, like, yeah. he posts videos. And there's a lot of stuff that, that's cool that I've actually learned from watching Mark's videos. Because growing up, I just – I wasn't necessarily, like, into race cars. Yeah. And um, my uncle had, like, an Indian motorcycle that I always wanted to fix up, but I never I never Does he did. still have it? I think so. Like, Bro, it's at my grandparents' house. That's I know that's what so I've heard. Awesome. That's what I'm like, well, yeah. I'm fix it. But as a kid, I was just like, I just want to get around. I'm like 12. You know, it'd yeah, be fun. Yeah, no, that'd be cool to have. Uh, uh, you know, Indians made a big rebound, and they're mm-hmm. they're really cool. Uh, original motorcycle. hundred. They've, you know, business over 100 years. 
uh, Polaris actually bought Indian. And uh, they players said victory, and uh, they bought Indian and condensed victory and Indian down to one line and kept the name Indian. It's an you amazing know, motorcycle. I want the ones with the wide handlebars. The bars. Like, I want to be bars. out yeah. here driving down. I feel like that's the kind of style that I am. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'm I'm the bad boy in the in the black biker <laughs> vest with your stick on tattoo. Yes. <laughs> Just don't take a shower and it won't come off. <laughs> Do you think anybody can get into power sports? Like, I mean, I, I see Kurt doing that, like in his World Gym t-shirt and suit yes. coat, and I'm just seeing him do this, and I'm just like, it's ridiculous. But can anybody yes. get into it? So, so it is. Uh, <laughs> I actually find that um, that the that that you're more successful uh, when you come in with an open mind and enthusiasm. And so, so many people. I have several guys with me uh, that had never ridden a motorcycle or anything before they came to work for me. Uh, we're in the people business, and uh, and when you have fun and you can build a relationship with someone in a short amount of time, become their friend, they buy from you. And so that's really what we teach and train more than anyone is, or more than anything else, is that is that you you build that relationship with each other. And we have that ongoing relationship with our customers for years and years to come. Um, my personal cell phone is on my card. Uh, I don't know of a lot of crazy general managers that do that. <laughs> Uh, but I take phone calls on Sunday. I take phone calls at 10 o'clock at night. And, and my main goal and our main goal and our mission is to have every one of our customers happy. And if we mess up or the, the product messes up, we fix it and we take care of it for our customers. And so that's kind of how we build it. Uh, so uh, the enthusiasm is, is what sells. And uh, as far as the product knowledge and things like that, you know, it's crazy, but I learn stuff from my customers all the time. They come in, they're like, hey, that, what about that 172 horsepower? What about that ground clearance? I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, about that. You know, they come in knowing what they want. You know, the world is at our fingertips with our keyboards, and they come in, they go out, they do a lot of research. They know they know a lot about it before they ever step foot in our door. So a lot of times we just have to sit there and listen. We high five and agree and, and shake hands and talk about kids and talk about tacos, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we learn we learn a lot. But it, it, it is it's uh, it's it's fun. But to answer your question, no, you do not have to know anything about power sports to come and work for us at mm. all. Cool. Good times. Can I? So I can go work for you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, he didn't even think about it. He was uh, uh, like, "Nah." We, uh, we have a we have a hiring freeze right now. I'm very sorry, sir. We're not that's hiring. A, that's the excuse. <laughs> As it turns out, at this time, yeah, we're, we're currently not yeah. hiring. Uh, Please, pr- printer's broke. Can't print any more applications. It's because I drive a Come Jeep back. Compass that doesn't have AC. Huh? It's because you used to drive a Jeep Compass. It's gone now. Until <laughs> <laughs> it got impounded, it's out, it's no longer out there. Well, it was a good car for you, a while. You know, it's going to be so funny if we walk out there and it's exactly gone. gone. <laughs> that wouldn't be funny. That'd be stinking hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. if Are you married? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm do you have any friends that have a key to your car? Because if you're listening, go steal his car. Just give us that <laughs> little bit. Take it. Let it go away. Let us walk, my out. Let us walk outside I only and, have it, one and it key. not be there. I need to get this like duplicate. It's, not, it's like 300 <laughs> hey, bucks. What's this guy? He's he's writing in right now. He said that he stole your car, but it was so hot driving it, he left it on the side of the road. <laughs> Didn't get too far. <laughs> Hashtag no AC. <laughs> be careful because the wheel bearings might, might oh. fall off. Hey, you could ride that in the Shriner Circus pretty soon and be like, <laughs> don't fix the wheelbarrow. Leave the squeaky. Leave the noise. Leave the I'm wobble. I'm just testing. I'm testing God a little bit. I'm just saying, like, how far can I go until I'm sitting on the side of the road? Like, could you see yourself driving a Harley though? Like riding a Harley? No, 
not happening. Why not? No. Dude, I, dro- I rode I like drove a Bacotti once. Yeah. With my buddy, he had a he had a Bacotti, and I he's like, <laughs> hey, jump on, you know, and yeah. drive this, and he it's was easy. It's just like walking. Oh yeah. <laughs> It was awful. I was so scared. Like I was like shaking, and yeah. he was like, "Okay, maybe this isn't for you." Right, so right, exactly. yeah, I never got to drive. I was like, "I'm good." I didn't even <laughs> want to get on it again. Just like, nah. I was so so That's I don't know funny. if I could. I need something with four wheels. Yeah, maybe put some training wheels on that Harley. On the four- well, I thought you wanted training wheels with the four wheels. Make it a six wheeler. <laughs> six wheeler <laughs> might be safer. <laughs> so the slingshot, you can make those street legal, right? No, they're all street legal. Oh, yeah, they are. They're a hundred percent for on road. Yep. Wow. It's actually, um, it's actually got a Chevrolet motor in it, uh, Chevrolet Cobalt engine, uh, four cylinder, five speed. It's so much fun to drive. I mean, it just rips and romps. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then you said there's a place in Galveston where you can actually go, yes, like rent yeah. them, test drive. The owner's it, name it out. is Billy. I don't know his last name, but his name's Billy. But all you have to do is Google Galveston Slingshot Rentals. Mm-hmm. He pops up, and uh, he's got five or six uh, slingshots down in Galveston. They're so much fun. I tell you what, if you want to go down and make you or your wife or your your spouse or whomever feel like a rock star, go rent a slingshot. Hmm. Because I'm going to tell you, you're going to be on everyone's social media page. Uh, we actually were, we didn't do it intentionally. One of our general managers was driving down 45, and uh, we got on uh, the 10 o'clock news uh, in Houston <laughs> due to uh, someone sending in a video of him driving a slingshot. Wow. And so now that, that was a couple years ago yeah. when it first came out. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of scary at times because everyone's taking pictures of you, so you're wondering <laughs> if you're doing something wrong yeah. or you're wondering if uh, they know you or, or are they just weird. But then yeah. you realize, hey, I'm in a slingshot. That's why everyone's taking pictures of me. So they're a lot of fun. You pull up to a gas station. Everyone wants to know what it is, where you got <laughs> it, how much it costs, what kind of fuel mileage, you know. So at times, um, I'll leave my helmet on at the gas station if I'm in a hurry because you can spend an hour at a gas station. Yeah. Literally. Talking to people, Talk, everyone answer questions. Up. Yeah. Everyone walks It's crazy. It's ludicrous. So wow. if I'm in a hurry and I've got somewhere to be, I just leave my helmet on and act like I'm not friendly. I'm sorry if you see me out there. But I got to go. <laughs> That's what I do. And people yeah. get upset with me. I'm like, I got to go. Like, You're like, so this Jeep example. Compass, how many miles? You wear how a helmet in your Jeep Compass? 300,000 oh. miles on this. I do it just in case the wheel bearing falls off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yep. Hey, so we have a couple minutes left, like two. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Or no. Mind? I think everyone at the gas station is after you want to talk to you because something <laughs> fell off your Jeep Compass and hit their car. <laughs> Hey, are, you, are, you the, are you the owner for that Jeep Compass? <laughs> <laughs> so I wear the helmet just to protect because they're going to throw stuff back at me. <laughs> I'll do you even to... really have a Jeep Compass? Are you lying? No, I do. <laughs> He's like, hey, tear. We, tear, 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 okay. tear, it actually is going to cost need, $1,300 thing, to fix the AC. <laughs> the, tear. the only thing we have to do is we have to get a Jeep Compass keychain to hang on the other side of your microphone with the taco. It'll make it go up in value. Yeah. I think this is. I think Somebody we said it. that I needed a GoFundMe for the AC because <laughs> it is. It, they they quoted it at thirteen hundred dollars for AC. Hey, I don't what? have thirteen hundred. It's it's a it's a two thousand dollar vehicle. I'm not going to put thirteen hundred dollars into fixing the AC. Oh like, just my trash Lord. the hey, thing. Let's do it. I, 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 I'm in. Start a GoFundMe account for your uh, <laughs> AC. I can't. That would be too bad. I, I'll just drive around with no AC. I told them we're better off just praying for it. <laughs> just praying. Pray. <laughs> well, we pray. You know, God, God can give miracles, so I'm, I, I won't make fun of that, but it would be great yeah. <laughs> if all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the AC just started working again. Until then, I would probably just invest in like a water weenie. Oh, to put around yeah. your neck. Oh, yeah. A cool yeah. rag. Yeah. 
hey, look, you shave your head, get a cold wash rag, and just lay it on top, on top of your of head. It. Yeah. That and a water weenie at 55 miles an hour. I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, what you doing? I'm chilling, bro. <laughs> Ice cold. No, we had, we stopped at Sonic the other day and got... And got slushes. And then just poured it on yourself? Pretty much. I was like, I feel way better than I did before this slush. I'm in a great mood. Life is good. I'm actually kind of cold in here. Yeah. I need two slushies. One to drink and one to pour on my head. Just the ice. (laughs) If you're driving around an ATV around town, you don't need any of that. So I'm going to trade in the Jeep Compass. To come out to Team Mancuso, Power Power Sports South. (laughs) That's a a mouthful. Team Mancuso, Power Sports South. Is you know when the advertising companies are calling because they can't pronounce it. Like, oh, no, closed. (laughs) How do they say it? What are the ways they mispronounce it? Mancusi. I hear Mancusi all the time. How do you get an E out of Mancuso? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, Mancusi, uh, Mancuso, uh, all of them. And then the ones that just hesitate whenever they're. Team Mint. Or is this Team Mint? I didn't read this through. Yep. <laughs> Click. But yeah, Team Mancuso. Yeah, Johnny Mancuso was uh, was our founder. He's a great guy, man. He actually uh, held the world record for uh, for drag racing hmm. uh, and sold his uh, sold his drag racing team to a company in Australia. But he held the NHRA world record uh, drag race. He was the first guy. I forget what it was to go two hundred and some odd miles an hour in the wow. eighth of a mile. Yeah, craziness. Hey, we're out of time. Yep. So it's eleven o'clock. You're going to have to come back and hang out with us Dude, uh, one more time. I'm down. Let me know, man. We'll have a good time. Oh, man. I loved it. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Go check out Team Mancuso Power Sports South, located in Lamarck, Texas, right off of Interstate 45. If you're in the, the market, they can uh, help you out. Great customer service. I got to go check on my Jeep. <laughs> Make sure that it's out there. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 <laughs> FM. Coming up next is Unspoken. Stay tuned. Better, guys. Thanks. Bye, Facebook. We love you. Bye. We done? We done? We done? We done? We done? We done? We done?